What is going on, everybody? This is the Defense Wins Championships podcast. Just two guys talking about football. Uh, we are doing this on Tuesdays now instead of Monday because we were like, oh, this is kind of stupid to do it on Mondays before a Monday game, and then it'll trickle over to the weeks. So we planned this out. So we're doing it on Tuesdays now. Um, and we're just going to jump right into it on the recap of the Thursday night game. So let's go ahead and do that. All right, so we got the Bills at the Rams, and the Bills won 31 to 10. What are our first thoughts on that? Uh, I mean, started off, we immediately <laughs> thought this was going to be, we thought it was going to be a good game, and then we were watching, and we were like, what the fuck is going on? <laughs> All right, to give us some credit, we did say it would be sloppy. Combined, there was what, five? No, there was. Eight turnovers combined, right? Yeah. I know there's a lot. Seven. 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 Two fumbles, two interceptions from the Bills, and then three interceptions from the Rams. So, first half struggles for the Bills, all night struggles for the Rams. (laughs) (laughs) The Bills, I mean, what can I say? The Bills look like the best team in football. Their defense is scary. I know it pains you to say that. Yeah. They (laughs) sacked Matt Stafford seven times without blitzing at all. That is fucking... Scary for the whole league. Yeah, I've only, I've rarely ever seen someone get that much pressure just off four. Mavon Miller looked crazy. Um, it's always, it's always the revenge games that people start hooping, and Von Miller sure as hell, it looked like nobody could block him, yeah. and I don't think anybody can. He looks back like he was at the Broncos. <sighs> That's scary. I don't know why he's got to be in the AFC now. Yeah, everyone's in the fucking AFC. <laughs> Get out. Go to the NFC. Uh, Matt Stafford. I, I don't know if that elbow is still messing him up or what's going on. The only thing it looked like he could pass to was Cooper Cup. So yeah, he was heavy targeting Cooper Cup all night. I don't know. I mean, he did that last year, but he at least spread it out to like OBJ. Yeah, I mean, Allen Robinson. I don't. I I don't know if he was just blanketed. Or if he just wasn't getting separation, um, but it just looked like the best player over there was Cooper Cup, and uh, their run game was bad. They had Cam in the doghouse, and it's everything for the Bills. Cam, Cam everything Akers, for the Bills. <laughs> so did everybody playing fantasy? <laughs> now we're not going to overreact because the Bills did have the number one defense last year, and it clearly shows that they probably still have the number one defense now. Stephon Diggs put some respect on his name. Yeah. Cook Jalen Ramsey. Gabe Davis and Stephon Diggs played well. Josh Allen played very well in the second half. About as good as you can play. He's on his way for an MVP season. I mean, this is a great debut. His bounce back. That was good poise shown by him. I was surprised. His his <laughs> rushing touchdown was fucking sweet too. Yeah, he dunked on my boy. <laughs> I'm pissed. It just sucks having to be a defensive player, having to tackle someone built like Josh Allen, especially coming full steam at you. I knew he was going to score, but uh, yeah, that game was pretty crazy. Uh, I was for sure thought the Rams were going to win, but I don't know what's going on with the offensive line, but it is dog shit. And uh, if you're going to play dog shit, you can't play dog shit in the NFC with the offensive line. It's just not going to be... It's not going to be good for your quarterback or your run game. Um, if if it continues like this, then it seems like the only person that's going to hoop is uh, Cooper Cup. Yeah, that's what it's looking like. All right, let's go to the Saints 
at the Falcons. The Saints snuck by with a game-winning field goal by Will Lutz, 27-26. I mean, there's not much real to say about this game. Um, It was cool seeing Jameis Winston back and seeing all the memes coming out from Jameis Winston. He's such a goofball. Uh, I root for him, and I think that Michael Thomas looked good coming back. Um, yeah, he, he did, did look pretty good. good. I was surprised. I thought it was going to be, uh, you know, tough coming from him because it's been what over a year. It's a year over a year since he's played football, yeah. and he did actually really good. It wasn't the coveted slant boy. He was doing, he's catching balls from a whole bunch of different routes. But yeah, two fourth quarter touchdowns for him. I was shocked. I mean, the Saints didn't even. The Saints were losing the game the entire time. The Falcons blew a 16-point lead in the fourth quarter. I I don't know. I don't know what Jameis Winston was doing the first three quarters, but <laughs> whatever he did the fourth, maybe he can do it the rest of the year. <laughs> it seems like that's how a lot of these games were, just everybody knocking off the rust. Yeah. Uh, did, I don't know if Jameis played in the preseason. I'm sure he did. He needs to get reps. Yeah, uh, I don't remember. I mean... Falcons, I mean, the Falcons are the Falcons. Uh, Drake London did do pretty well. I think he had the most receptions for uh, uh, receiving yards for a rookie. Uh, So he was doing pretty good. Cordell Patterson um, did really good. Way better than I thought against the Saints defense. Uh, Thinking he just does it all. Uh, Swiss Army knife. And sneaking up into that top ten running backs for me at least. I don't know, like just because I love him or something, but he's doing pretty good. I mean, not much new with the Falcons. They blow another lead late. I thought yeah. maybe it would change if Matt Ryan wasn't there, but I guess not. I actually didn't think they'd be winning this game at all, so that was kind of a pleasant surprise. It was close. I don't know. The Falcons, I guess the one good thing you can find from this is they ran the ball well. They did. Um, a lot of uh, QB runs with Marcus Mariota, which I already saw was going to come, but it just is looking like uh, the Buccaneers are going to run away with this division. <laughs> Doesn't look like any kind of competition yeah. coming their way. Yep, I, I'd have to agree with that. All right, let's go to the Browns at the Panthers. Oh, Lord. This 23 is... to 21 win for my Brownies. <laughs> this is the game I've fucked up on. Now. I have a lot to say about this game, to be completely honest with you. The Browns absolutely dominated the entire game <laughs> until late in the third quarter. Until late in the third quarter. But I will say, like, our defense was dominant for the majority of the game. And if it wasn't for two blown coverages. And the first half at the end with uh, Baker threw, like, a 50-yard pass to the tight end. They got on the two and then scored their first mm-hmm. touchdown. And then... Late in the third quarter, the 80-yard bomb to Robbie Anderson. Robbie Anderson, yep. Two miscommunications accounted for 125 yards of Baker's 207 passing yards. Think about that. Think about that right now. (laughs) He had less than 100 passing yards besides those two plays. I can't even, like, I just don't even know. Like, the game... The Browns are going to Browns. Like, I say, it's just a typical Browns kind of game. Like, we literally, we had the game 18 more minutes holding the ball than the Panthers. We had the ball for 38 fucking minutes in that game. <laughs> like, it just makes no sense to me. It was, it was a crazy game to watch. Uh, who knew that the Browns were going to win off of a field goal? 
a game-winning field goal when they've had how many kicking issues and troubles? We finally have a kicker. Good news, Browns. <laughs> 60 we yards. We have a kicker that we can trust. 60-yard bomb. I was not. I was like, oh, he's going to miss this shit. Uh, but, yeah, this is one of the games I flopped on. Uh, I really thought that the Panthers were going to sneak this one out. I didn't think it was going to be a blow, but I thought the Panthers were going to sneak it out, and it would have been great for media and great for me to terrorize all the Browns fans I know. Fucking almost did. Yeah, Browns almost, almost did. blew it. Baker had, uh, I think it was like 100-something in the fourth quarter, just fourth quarter alone. Yeah. Um, so I don't know if, you know, you know, we'll, we'll come back Baker or something. But Browns look good. Uh, unfortunately, they look good. They're Too easy. much talent to lose to that team. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> they easily have the best rushing attack. I mean, you yeah, could just so, hand it off to Nick Chubb to go for 50 million yards and then punch it in with Kareem. Yeah. So to put that in perspective, the Browns ran for 217 yards versus the Panthers 54 yards rushing. Did a good job holding up CMC. Um, it wasn't, I mean, it's always tough as a rookie tackle to have be going against somebody who's up for a defense player of the year. Unfortunate. Miles Garrett recorded three sacks. Very unfortunate. Very on pace for the defensive MVP. I think, uh, I think the, the tackle did do well though, overall against, I mean, it is Miles Garrett, yeah, but it's not much. It's not much to really, you know, go on. But like I said, it looks like the Buccaneers are going to run away with this division. <laughs> Bonus, Miles Garrett had the highest PFF grade for a defender in week one. Let's fucking go. Jacoby Brissett is who I thought he was. He is not much. He's not <laughs> But he's doing one thing that Baker Mayfield could not avoid, and that's turning the ball over. And to me, that was the difference in the game at the end. That is one of the good things about having Jacoby Brissett on your team. It could be a good thing, could be a bad thing. More good than bad, he will not take those risky-ass throws. Sometimes you need someone to take those risky throws, but uh, more yeah. than or not, he Sometimes will not Sometimes I'm take screaming those. for him to actually throw the football, but he doesn't <laughs> do it. He's like Tyrod Taylor. They're too scared to make a pick. I think the Browns will do well if they can run the ball. Um, if not, then hey, it's, zero turnovers. it's gonna be Zero turnovers, control the clock. Kick the field goal for the win. That's game plan the rest of the year until Deshaun gets back. Just the best <laughs> thing about this game was the Browns found a kicker. That's <laughs> Kate York. That's all I can say. <laughs> That's all kicker. I care about, honestly. And we beat Baker. I could not lose. And Baker beat Baker. Fun. All right, let's go to the 49ers at the Bears. What a fucking sloppy oh, game this was. God, it's tsunami. Tsunami game. Bears won 19-10. I mean... Monsoon game. It's just... It's just the, the Bears the Bears are like more equipped for that kind of weather. I think Justin Fields did really good uh, coming his second year into uh, like the Bears. And I don't know about Trey Lance. I want to see, me personally, I know a lot of people are down on out on him and are like, oh, when's Jimmy G going to come on? I think it's way too early. He played uh, a fucking monster. Yeah, it's a mon- <laughs> I need a clean weather game. Like... That's, I mean, this man, I forget who it was, the corner, one of the corners or DBs for the Bears said, we made Trey Lance play QB today. And I was like, bruh, it was raining fucking sideways. There was no shot, there were actual spirals going on in that game, no. throwing the ball. There was a whole bunch of just pitches and ducks. Because, I, I mean, if you saw what it looked like before they played, it was crazy. I don't even know how you could see anything in that game. Wild. It probably was the best for O-linemen and D-linemen because, you know, they're right in front of you. But if you're going on a wide receiver, 
it's not it's not gonna look good for you. Yeah. I know um Elijah Mitchell is gonna be out for like six weeks. Um, he's always but he's always hurt. Yeah. But I didn't think it was gonna be this early. Man. So but I mean the forty ers always find running backs to use. But I, I yeah, I need to see an, a clean weather game from Trey Lance and I think he'll be fine. You don't don't throw if it if it anything to the Shanahan's do not throw in Jimmy G way too early because you're just gonna kill Trey Lance. It's gonna yeah. kill his growth. I think you just gotta ride out with it. If it's gonna be a shitty year, it's gonna be a shitty year, I guess. But you just gotta have to ride out with it's it. It's tough. The locker room loves Jimmy G. That's why I knew once they once they signed him back, I was like, oh god, like this is terrible for Trey Lance's growth. Life support. He'll be the life support if they need it. Take some calls from the Cowboys. They need a they need a quarterback. To me, I don't know. To me, the 49ers are the better team. I mean, the Bears had 130 less yards than them. They just capitalized when they actually got to the point. Where yeah, Debo fumbling really fucked that shit up. They yeah. fumbled on the goal line. Like, I think if they would have got that, they would have uh, won this game. They were they just played a little bit cleaner than the 49ers. The 49ers, to me, they had 12 penalties for 99 yards, and Trey Lance was. Inaccurate. I think that's the reason they lost the game. The Bears, like Fields was, he had two amazing plays. Yeah. One where he threw back across the field for a touchdown, and then another where he zipped it. Yeah, it was like a thirty-yard touchdown. There's some some of these games this week. I'm like, how are these people this fucking open? But yeah, I, sloppy. I, you, you see this? You see someone throw the ball, and, and there's just nobody there. To yeah. defend, I'm like, what the <laughs> hell is going on? Yeah, it's interesting because to say this game was the sloppiest offensive game of the week is kind of tough for me because <laughs> yeah. we saw some real shit. It was people. really bad. <laughs> I'm glad it's week one and now, not like week nine. Let's transition into one of the sloppiest of the week: the Steelers at the Bengals. <laughs> I was wrong about this one, and I'm so happy I was. I can't believe we got the dub. Uh, <laughs> It sucks that TJ is going to be out. Apparently, Najee's good. He said he's going to practice this week and he's going to play the next game. I really don't want him to do that because you, it's it's tricky messing around with ankles, especially if you cut as a running back as much as he does and hurdles and all that. But I just want to say, fuck the Bengals. You guys can lick my nuts. I'm so glad we fucking got the win. It's just, good for to like. It's good for. I mean, it is good for the Bengals to lose. To like humble them because they were talking some hot shit. They were talking some hot shit. I just want to. I just want to bring up. There's some crazy shit to look at in this game. So the Bengals had five turnovers, which Burrow had four picks, which no one saw that coming. Yeah, Burrow was sloppy. You could tell the Bengals starters didn't play in the preseason at all. Um. So listen to this. The Bengals had 94 total plays. Okay, mm-hmm. 90 fucking four total plays. The Steelers had 61. The Bengals had 32 first downs. 32! I'm pretty sure that was the most in the NFL week one. The Steelers had 13 first downs. And then you look at the yards per play, and the yards per play are dead even. The Bengals had 4.4 yards per play, and the Steelers had 4.3 yards per play. With 30 more total plays. (sighs) That shit's fucking crazy. The Steelers defense ruled the fucking day. And then, of course, the missed kicks by McPherson is what actually won the Steelers Yeah, game. I, I <laughs> literally, once Jamar scored on that last one, I was like, oh, 
Money Max, he's automatic, he's going to kick this. I was not expecting no a chance. heart attack. Anyone guess that because McPherson was lights out in the clutch last year. Yeah, it literally was like so crazy. My heart was killing me. Um, I know that their lawn snapper was out, so it was fucking up yeah. a lot of their shit. Um, Listen, I don't care if the laces are facing you or not. You're a fucking NFL kicker. <laughs> Make it. <laughs> I, know, I know that really does like affect them, but that was on like... 20 yard, 29 yard kick. Something I mean, like you that. gotta fucking drill that shit. Um, I'm so glad that um, Boswell brought it back. When he missed the first one, I was like, what the fuck are you doing? And then he brought it back. But it's scary for my offense. My offense is very limited, especially oh if Najee God. is out. It's not looking good. Um, relatively, I will say uh, my offensive line relatively kept Mitch clean. Now, I don't know if that was because Mitch was just saying, fuck it, and they were just like, he was just throwing out the quick passes or what. I don't think these quick passes were fucking accurate. But I think that, um, I mean, we're shot running the ball. There's just, we yeah. can't get any push. I will say anything. the Bengals' front four is really good at stopping the run. Uh, and it's continued since the playoffs. Yeah. They're one of the best. I think this all boils down to who is the better coach. I think Zach Taylor did an awful job coaching, uh, especially when they punted it with like 15 seconds left. I mean, if they would have waited till the end, we wouldn't have had the chance to do what we did at all. Yeah, I'm, I'm not a huge fan of Zach Taylor, but we can talk about that more later. <laughs> <laughs> um, let's go to the Eagles at the Lions. The Eagles ended up... Winning by three points, 38-35 to 35 in the highest scoring game of the week. I mean, I was really high. I think everybody was really high on the Eagles because all they did was add just better and better and better things. Um, but overall, I think it was just everything of week one. I mean, the Lions are, are a tough team, especially with how they play. I think they play way better than what they are. They never quit. And Never. I love that about them. I love I love what Dan Campbell has done um, culture-wise to the Lions and yeah. revving them up. I mean, there was numerous times they went down by 14 in this game. And they somehow, I mean, with three minutes left, it was 38 to 35. And I think, if I'm right, I think Goff threw a pick at the end of the game. Yeah, yeah, he did. Or but, maybe he didn't, but they got stopped or something. And then, yeah, they did get... I don't remember if it was picked, but I know they did well, get Well, the Lions stopped. came out... They In the first quarter, they were up 7 nothing, right? Yeah. And then the Eagles... I, th- I just think the 24 points the Eagles scored in the second quarter was just too much to overcome. Yeah, I think the Eagles um, are pretty good uh, coming off week one. I am. I do have questions about their defense. I mean, you're letting the Lions score 35 points on. Hey, Lions got some hoopers. DeAndre <laughs> Swift is dynamic. Yeah, DeAndre Swift is easily should be on people's radar for top five back this year. He's insane. If he stays healthy, he's insane. Yeah, him and DJ Chark and uh, St. Brown. Yeah, Moss Ross, St. Brown. Yeah, they played really well. AJ Brown is him. AJ Brown is him. <laughs> uh, I think. Debut 155 yards. I think their Jalen Hurts's and uh, AJ Brown's connection is just going to grow stronger and stronger over the year. Um, I am salty about that because I want Devontae Smith to do well. But I mean, if you got AJ Brown, get him the ball. if you got AJ Brown, I mean, throw him the ball. Yeah, they'll get it to him. I mean, nothing much else from that game. I think Hurts played a lot better. He played smarter, and that was the difference in the game. Yeah, their offense—they know who they are. They ran the ball well. 
receiver on the wing. It's looking scary over there in the Yep, so if they can get their defense figured out, they're going to be a hard offense to stop. All right, let's go to the Colts versus Texans. And a little shocker. 20 to 20. OT finish. <laughs> I don't know why. First tie of the NFL. I don't season. know why this happened. It's just like, I guess, yeah, Matt Ryan coming in his first game. I get it. Dusting off the cobwebs. But come on, man. Y'all were supposed to beat the Texans. Uh, I know it's Matt looking. Ryan just doesn't like it easy, bro. No. I, I don't know what his <laughs> issue is. It's looking like, I mean, as much as I hate to say it because nobody like really fought it. Davis Mills is kind of being him. Like, like he's I consistent. He's, yeah, he reminds me, and people are gonna kill me for this, but he reminds me of Kirk Cousins. Yeah, because he like his stats don't wow you, but they're always like two fifty for two or three touchdowns yeah. and like maybe a pick. You know what I mean? Yeah, and it's just every week it's like that. It's never like four hundred fifty yards and four touchdowns, but it's like two fifty. Two touchdowns. <laughs> yeah, as me like as the Texans when he when they started him, I was like, oh, this is just gonna be just a bridge till you know they draft somebody or get somebody. Not that anybody wants to play for the fucking Texans, so probably draft somebody. But I mean, <laughs> Davis Mills isn't looking too bad. And their defense looked pretty good too. Oh yeah, they were good majority of the game until the fourth quarter. I think the. This is just week one thing for the Colts. I mean, the Colts could have won if uh, Alec Pierce, shout out the Bearcats. If Alec Pierce didn't drop the fucking ball in the end zone, Colts would have won that game. So And a missed field goal, right? And a missed field goal. And they, field goal. And they cut Blankenship yeah, they uh, cut today. Um, salty. I mean, not salty. I hate Georgia kickers. But I did like OJ Howard, your boy, had two, two touchdowns? OJ Howard did have two touchdowns in the red zone. Uh, I, I was telling my homies when they picked him up, hey, he's going to be a target in the red zone. <sighs> Sleeper, watch out for O.J. Howard. To me, Matt Ryan didn't get a hold of the offense until the fourth quarter. And he led a 17-point comeback in the fourth quarter. So I think the Colts will be fine. But once again, they didn't. Matt Ryan didn't play in the preseason, so he had no... Yeah, no reps and stuff. I think he'll be fine. Yeah, no reps with the receivers or anything. The wide receivers will be, you know, coming in good by a couple more weeks. I think they'll be fine. I like the effort from the Texans. Yeah, I do also like the effort from the Texans. It's nice that uh, at least they can play a game, uh, even though they're most likely going to be maybe last in the division. We'll see. Yeah, we'll see. Them and the Jags. I think we'll be very competitive. I think the Jags will be competitive too, but we'll yeah. get to that later. Uh, let's go to the Dolphins versus Patriots. Dolphins ended up winning 20-7 to in a weird game. Yeah. Uh, they, the Dolphins went up 17 nothing, and then, it ended twenty to seven, so not much offense from either. No, I mean, the I know defensive. Well, one was a defensive touchdown from Melvin Ingram. Yeah. So I mean, one touchdown from the <laughs> Miami offense that was supposed to be explosive. Yeah, I mean, it. Well, I think everybody was disappointed because they were like, "Oh, this new Miami offense. We're about to be watching so many people fly around and." Tyreek and Jalen Waddle, it's going to be electric. They're going to put like 20, 35 on them. But you got to remember, uh, you're playing Bill Belichick. So yeah. he's not going to let a lot of that shit fly. Yeah, the Dolphins' defense looked really good, which they were good last year. They just, I mean, even without Brian Flores there now, they still look dominant. Yeah. I, I, don't, I don't know how good, I mean, obviously, fucking Matt Patricia and... <laughs> Joe Judge <laughs> running the offense. Oh, Lord. To me, though, it was uh, 
like the Patriots moved the ball fine. Yeah. Six to seven times. Six to seven times they were in the Dolphins' territory and came away with zero points. So they just got to execute. So they just have to execute better when they get close to the end zone, which I get. That's not as easy as yeah. it sounds. Yeah. <laughs> but we have to see how Mac Jones' injury does. Back back in, injury that. is not something to fuck around with. Um, yeah, I think the Patriots are not going to go that far if they have Matt Patricia and Joe Judges. They're, it's calling their plays. Yeah, to me it was just defense ruled the day. Sloppy offenses. Not much else in that game, really. Nah, Tyreek Hill, uh, you fucking lied. Uh, Tua is not the most accurate quarterback you got. It's definitely Patty. Tyreek Hill did break the record for... Or not the record, but like the season... like. First game as a Miami receiver, he yeah. had the most yards or whatever. It was like 88. I was like, yeah. that was it for a debut receiver. I was like, okay. Yeah. Um, Jay but Waddle. he had a good game. Waddle had a good game. Oh, yeah. Waddle had sweet fucking touchdown. Uh, Fast as fuck. Yeah. It's going to be nice to see truly how explosive they can get later on. Yeah. All right. Let's go to the Ravens at Jets. I'm sure we're not going to have much on this one. 24-9 Ravens win. Easy win. The Jets out yardage them, but it was all garbage time. Yeah. Oh, and the fucking Jets O-line is horrendous. So even when Zach Wilson (laughs) comes back, I think there was something crazy. It was like the Ravens, or the Jets allowed 20 pressures. 20! It's not a good thing if you're an old man quarterback like Joe Flacco. Yeah. I, I mean, the biggest things I got from this was that the Ravens controlled the game from the start. Lamar had three passing touchdowns. One pick. He only had 17 rushing yards. I guess he just didn't need to. Six attempts on that. And then I saw some today. Robert Sala was talking about keeping receipts. About people talking shit about his team. I was like, bro, it's not the time. Well, you're like, why be... would you say that publicly at a press conference? Yeah. You know what I mean? You're going to have uh, 16 receipts then, because I don't know who the fuck you're going to beat <laughs> at all. Now with this offense, I mean, the offensive line, you guys, the Jets just have really bad luck. You lose uh, Beckton for a year, and now Dwayne Brown's out for four games. Yeah. Get replacement. Um, Lamar looked uh, pretty good. I think people, um, I mean, I know people don't think he's the best passer, which, I mean, he's not fucking like Pat Mahomes or something. But Lamar's deep ball is really sneaky. I think he has a pretty good deep ball. Now, in between that, eh, it's a little shoddy. Yeah. But deep ball-wise, I think he's actually really good at throwing a, throwing a fucking ball. And uh, Rashad Bateman had a good game. Fuck it, ball. Rashad <laughs> Bateman did have a nice catch. Um, nice catch for a touchdown. It was nice to see him progress. <laughs> I think he's going to be a good wide receiver for the uh, well, Ravens. Well, fucking Devin Duvernay had two touchdowns. Yeah. And that motherfucker has been waiting his turn. Yeah. For how long for a long now? ass fucking time. I swear he's been on that team longer than Lamar. I I don't think that they're going to lose too much of a step without Marquise Brown. I mean, he Marquise Brown's just I mean, he could fucking blow by you, but he can't fucking catch the ball. Yeah. I mean, yeah, Ravens dominated. Jets look like shit. What what can we expect? Yeah. That's pretty much all we got from that. <laughs> the next game was pretty interesting. Jaguars at the Commanders. This game went back and forth. It looked like it was about to be a commander's blowout. And then Carson Wentz started turning that fucking ball over. <laughs> Bounce it to him. It's crazy, though, because Carson Wentz, it, what was it? He, I guess he 
they went up 14 to 3, right? Yeah. And then the Jaguars came back and took a lead. What what was the lead they had? 22 to 17 or something? Something like that. Yeah, it was weird. What was the final score of that? 28 28 to 22 at the end of that game. I know it was something weird that when I flipped back that they're up on a lead. Um, Carson Wentz is just going to do Carson Wentz things. You're going to have to just live with it. Kind of like, not saying he's going to have a 400-yard fucking game, but kind of like how I had to live with Ben. Like, you know you're going to get probably two picks that Ben's going to throw. Well, he had his, statistically, Carson Wentz had his best game since he tore his ACL. Yeah. His first four-touchdown game since 2017. And Dotson's looking fucking nice. I think their wide receiver core is Dotson and Curtis Curtis Samuel's back, and he looked good. Fucking Carson Wentz was hyper-focusing him. Yeah, Carson Wentz uh, did pretty good. Uh, I picked him to win because uh, I just don't know about the Jaguars right now. Um, I think there's a few good things. Yeah, um, Travis Etienne didn't have the best fucking game. Uh, he fumbled and then he dropped like the easiest catch to get into the end zone. Yeah. Uh, so they implemented James Robinson and James Robinson started doing really well. So I don't know how that running back committee is going to go. That's going to be something. I don't know why you would even bench Robinson, who fucking basically carried your team. But, you know, it's it's whatever. Um, So, yeah, that running back, they could either be one of the better running back duos or it could just go to shit. Yeah, it's going to be interesting with them. I think Doug Doug Peterson's a clear upgrade from what they had last year. I think decision-making, just in terms of game planning, taking a step forward and not being a complete fucking idiot <laughs> on the sideline on Sundays. I think he'll be good for Trevor Lawrence. Trevor Lawrence is the reason I think they lost this game. I think he missed a few plays and then threw a pick late in the game. Yeah. Um, I mean, there's some good from the Jaguars, like Doug Peterson. Trayvon Walker had a good game, a pick and a sack. Christian Kirk had 117 yards. I was not expecting that. Yeah, uh, I was glad for my fantasy team, obviously. But I was glad that Trevor Lawrence was finding someone... I think it's just going to be just a little bit tough for him having to, you know, still recover from the whole Urban Meyer shit and then is going into a coach that actually can, like, do something well. Yeah. So it's just going to take a couple games for him. But, I mean, I've seen Trevor Lawrence play football, and he is fucking amazing. I so think, yeah. I think he will be fine. I think the pro- progression will be there this year. I mean, they were easily in position to win the game. They probably wouldn't have been with Urban Meyer. Sideline. No, and James Robinson finally beat the Achilles fucking demons. Yeah, the demons. <laughs> Apparently, everyone who comes back from Achilles injury is just not the same. But James Robinson does not look like he's missed a step at all. So it'll be interesting to see Jaguars games. So. All right, let's go to the Chiefs versus the Cardinals. My favorite game of the week, <laughs> and I called a fucking two touchdown win. Let alone a 23-point win from the Chiefs, 44-21 to 21 at the Cardinals. Oh, Fuck Lord. you, Cardinals. It looks, it was so <laughs> bad. I mean, like, God, like, nobody on the Cardinals fucking, like, wowed me. I mean, I had to look up who 83 was on the fucking Cardinals because he was the only one catching anything. It was so bad Dorch Dorch it was so bad watching the Cardinals if you're a Cardinals fan I am so sorry for you 
because this is how it's going to fucking be until, you know, Call of Duty comes out and it's going to get worse. But you should have kept in that. I mean, it was, it's very disrespectful, but you should have kept in that clause to watch film because holy shit, Kyler Murray does not look like he knows what the fuck is going on. No. And I, I just, my, one of my favorite storylines in the whole NFL this year is what will Pat Mahomes do without Tyree Kill. Well, let me fucking tell you <laughs> His stat line on fucking Sunday was 30 of 39 for 360 yards and five touchdowns. The fat QBR of 95. <laughs> yeah, Pat Mahomes, I mean, like I said earlier in the in the podcast, how is Travis Kelsey open? <laughs> if, if anything, you should be doubling that man. Yeah. I've, I saw passes being thrown to him. Nobody was near him. Uh I'm thinking, yeah, the Chiefs are bad. <laughs> the Chiefs are fucking nice. They, and not only is Pat Mahomes okay without Tyreek, he hit 10 different receivers. 10. Yeah. He caught did. a pass from him on Sunday. He did say don't, he did say don't draft or love anybody too much because he's going to be dishing it out he to everybody. He is dishing it. And the fucking Cardinals offense and defense looked horrible. Kingsbury looked outmatched by him. Yeah. The fucking... I mean, Kyler Murray had less than 200 passing yards and less than 30 rushing yards. What are, what are we doing here? Yeah. I thought this guy was... Dynamic. Dynamic. He's not running efficiently, and he's not passing efficiently right now against the Chiefs defense. I don't know. I mean, it's going to be a long time and for six weeks until D-Hop comes back. And then when D-Hop comes back, is he going to be D-Hop, or is it going to you know take a couple games to be D-Hop? Yeah. So it's looking tough for the Cardinals fans. Um, uh, yeah, Chiefs. Oh man, Chiefs are gonna. I don't know how I feel. I'm like how my Chargers pick for the division. The Chiefs are looking nice. I mean, the Cardinals. Like to me, the biggest shock wasn't the offense for the Cardinals. I thought their defense was pretty good last year. Yeah. They allowed 33 first downs and 488 total yards. That's not good. No, not at all. That's not good at all. 33 first downs, that's what the fucking Steelers allowed. <laughs> yeah, I think that, uh, I don't, I'm like, Tyree Kill's obviously, like, an amazing fucking wide receiver. But the way that that system is, you just plug and play any speedy guy. Shout out to Juju. He did have a pretty good game. Yeah. Uh, I loved seeing uh, Juju out there succeeding. But, Juju, yeah. Sky Moore, everyone was getting some love. Nicole Hardman. And don't let the score trick you. The Chiefs were smoking them the entire game. After it was 14-7, to it was downhill from there for the Cardinals. <laughs> yeah, it's just garbage time for any Cardinals at the end of that. Yeah. This game, I mean, they covered and some on that. I mean, what were they? I don't even know if they were favored, to be honest with you. I don't remember. Either way, fuck the Cardinals. I was right. That seven to eight games is looking real nice right now. The way they're fucking playing. Oh, God. They <laughs> We're better pushing get, the agenda. They better get it fucking together. It's going to be a long season. <laughs> yeah. I just think Kingsbury is absolutely... Like, he just... He was not ready to be an NFL coach. No. He is not looking like... He's him. a bummier Lincoln Riley. <sighs> Starting a dialogue. <laughs> Starting a dialogue. All right, let's go to the Chargers versus the Raiders. Chargers ended up winning 24-19. to uh, I mean, watching the game... The score does not speak on how dominant this game was for the Chargers. It was hell for Derek Carr. Yeah, I would agree with that. It's it's looking like 
Khalil Mack is getting back, not to like the insane form he was, but still having to have to guard Joey Bosa and Khalil Mack. So you're getting the pass rush and the run stopper is not going to look good for everybody playing the Chargers. Uh, Justin Herbert had a had a great game. Um, it is tough losing Keenan Allen, but he found other ways to make it happen and get the dub. Yeah. Yeah, I would say defense. This is another game where defense was the main reason that the Chargers won. I mean, Herbert looked great, but, I mean, the fucking Raiders defense looked good, too, to keep yeah. him in that game. I mean, Derek Carr turned the ball over three times. He had a QBR of 26. 26, and the Raiders still had a chance to win the game. Yeah. Which shows me that the Raiders' defense vastly improved, just like the Chargers. I think Khalil Mack had a pressure on about 85% of the snaps, which yeah. is absolutely insane. Mm-hmm. Fucking crazy. The Raiders aren't going to win many games with an O-line like that if they can't handle... I mean, Khalil Mack... I, obviously, Khalil Mack is good, but yeah. you can't allow that many pressures. No, I think... Uh, I don't know if Derek Carr was just overwhelmed with the pass rush and then going, who, who do I throw it to, who do I throw it to? Because, I mean... You want to give Devontae the touches. I mean, that's the whole reason they came here. They came with your boy. You want to give your boy some touches. But, I mean, you got a plenty full of people such as Devontae and Hunter Renfro and Darren Waller, you know, send any kind of screens to running backs. You can make it happen. Yeah. Um, I think just the pressure got to his head and he was seeing ghosts. Yeah, it was it was tough sledding for him. Devontae, still great. 10 yeah. receptions, 141 yards and a touchdown. No decline there. We didn't think there would be. Keenan Allen did get hurt. That sucks for Justin Herbert. And they got. I think they got. A, they got a game Thursday. Yes. And he's not going to play. He will not play in that game against the Chiefs. Oh. That's probably the game of the week. Honestly. Yeah. We'll get to that down. <laughs> Let's go to the Vikings versus Green Bay. Vikings in a honestly. Shitting on them, 23-7. <laughs> this game was never close. Honestly. Not at all. We called it. We said that the Vikings, I mean, Kirk Cousins always does pretty good against the Packers, but, I mean, it's looking like our uh, offensive player of the year is offensive player of the year. And, I mean, Justin Jefferson had an insane game. Loved to see it. It looked like he, nobody could cover him. I mean, you're getting, I mean, not he wasn't blanketing him, but I mean, you're getting one of the best corners in Jair Alexander, and he's making him look silly. So I think Justin Jefferson is post for a huge year, barring injuries. Yeah. It's looking crazy for this new uh, Vikings offense. Yeah, this new offense really got Justin Jefferson in motion and free, is all I can say. The motherfucker was not, there was no one within 10 yards of that man half no. the time he caught it, which is good. He should be the clear number one. I like Adam Thielen, but like, come on. Like, he should be a safety blanket, not a fucking number one receiver yeah. at this point in his career. Um, Kirk Cousins continues to win against Rodgers. He is... The Vikings, the last three games are 3-0 and against Aaron Rodgers. When's the last time any team in the NFC North has a record, not only 3-0, and but, like, a win against yeah. Aaron Rodgers? 3-0? I think it's more... I mean, like, this Packers offense is really weird. I think that Aaron Rodgers is just killing this offense, really. I mean, if you... I get it. Christian Watson dropped that ball. Shouldn't have fucking dropped it. He's a fucking rookie. (sighs) Shit's gonna happen. Pro Bowlers fucking drop balls that they shouldn't have dropped. I mean, it is 
one of the best quarterbacks throwing you the ball, but I mean, hey, sometimes you're going to fucking drop the ball. Yeah. Doesn't mean you should shut him out and not throw it to him at all. I mean, if they're stopping, if the Vikings are stopping what you're doing, why are you still doing it? If you, like, if you want to feed the rock, that's cool. If you want to give the ball to Dylan and Aaron Jones, that's fine. But if it's not fucking working, go back to the pass. I mean, you got Aaron fucking Rodgers. Yeah. I don't know if it's Aaron Rodgers or Matt LaFleur. I don't know what the fuck's going on over there. It's so touchy in Green Bay. I don't, you just don't want to fuck up. Yeah, I don't remember the last time I've seen Rodgers not have a touchdown pass, and he had a pick. He had no touchdown passes and a pick. His worst QBR I've probably seen him have. The Vikings defense... We were asking questions, will it take a step this year? Well, first game, it looked great against the best QB in the league, talent-wise, I talent would Talent-wise, yeah. I mean, Eric Kendricks had a great fucking game. and Oh, my it, God, what is his name? Zadarius Smith? Zadarius Smith killed great it. Great pickup. Killed it. Little Aaron Rodgers trying to get that <laughs> block late in the game. He was Smacked. having fun with it. <laughs> um, yeah, Zadarius Smith is great. I know he said he wanted to uh, go to the Vikings so he can play the Packers twice a year. Good. So. Fuck the Packers. It's looking uh, pretty good for their defense. Uh, it was pretty. It was pretty funny to see Harrison Smith still out there knocking heads off. Um, but yeah, the Vikings fucking killed him, <laughs> and they'll probably kill him yeah. the next time they it see was, each it, other. Yeah, it wasn't close. I mean, I think the Green Bay Packers will bounce back. I don't think this is the extent of what we will see of them. It was just a bad. It was like a perfect storm, honestly. Yeah, they just couldn't get anything going. The receivers weren't doing well. I think eventually they'll get on the same page. You hope? Yeah, I don't. I don't <laughs> hope honestly. Uh, I yeah. hope Green Bay just is horrible and Applefloor <laughs> gets fired because I don't think he's a great coach. I think Aaron Rodgers has pretty much carried him. Yeah, but at the same time, Aaron Rodgers, I feel like, is killing this offense. I mean, if you're gonna neglect someone for not dropping the ball, how are they gonna progress? Yeah, true. Rodgers will figure it out. He's He's petty, but he'll he'll, get he doesn't like to lose, and yeah. he'll know. He'll get it together. Yeah. All right, let's move on to the Titans versus the Giants. Giants snuck one by on a two-point conversion to win 21-20. to 20. Brian DeBull's that guy. Brian DeBull, <laughs> big balls. He is him. I mean, if you're, getting, <laughs> if you're getting out a win with Daniel Jones as your quarterback, you're automatically him. Uh, the Giants offensive line did great. Uh, Saquon was able to run wild. It was great seeing Saquon being able to do that. I have, we haven't seen Saquon run like that in fucking how long. Yeah. Um, I mean, it was good to see. Before the injury, people were in conversations with him being the best back. So to see him back there and doing what he does is great. I think that touchdown, I mean, the uh, two point conversion was insane. He got fucking smacked and he somehow still was able to get it together and get in for the end zone. Yeah, that's to me, there's really just two sides of this. One is Brian Dabble and Saquon looked great. Like, Brian Dabble's the guy. I think there's new energy around the team in general. He's getting Saquon the ball where it's needed to get him. Yeah. And then Daniel Jones looked not impressive still. <laughs> and they were able to overcome that, which yeah. shows me Dable probably is making progress there. Daniel Jones, I think, is gone after this year. I think Dable will get his guy. Yeah. I think they're going QB no matter what they end up as. But I thought it was a very impressive win. I don't have much to say about the Titans. I don't like Tannehill. No. And to lose at home to the Giants with Daniel Jones throwing the ball. Whew. Saquon did have over 200 all-purpose yards. That was – and the Titans allowed 
They had like one of the, the top five rush defense last mm-hmm. year, I think. So that was fucking impressive. I was not expecting that. No, not at all. Uh, I think the Titans are really missing Harold Landry. Um, with that, I think it's ACL um, missing out on that pass rush to get to Daniel Jones. I think <clears throat> that's the only. I mean, there's so many ways to beat the Giants because it's the fucking Giants. But if you're in a dogfight with them, getting to the quarterback is the main thing, and they weren't able to do that. Yeah. Um, Derrick Henry had an okay game, not the best. I think, I think the Giants' defense is actually like it's sneaky good. good. Yeah. Um, and yeah, were, not much to say really. Yeah, they were good last year. They just couldn't score points. No. Um, Traylon Brooks didn't have a bad game. Uh, I think once I think everybody was. Afraid at when he no, was he like well. third on the death chart, but I mean football players 80, just play football. Eighty something yards yeah. on five catches or something. Football players just play football, so That's just line him up and give him the ball, and he'll do some good things. But yeah, Tannehill is just not that guy, and uh, I don't think he'll ever be that guy. Now I'm not saying that Malik Willis is going to jump in, but I mean Tannehill. I don't think Tannehill is going to win you any like game games to win. Yeah. Good news is I think you have your coach, Giants. I don't think you have your QB, so don't expect you to win the division or anything this year. <laughs> but I think you're going to be competitive all year. Yeah. And you're going to win some close games unlike you could with Joe Judge. It's not that I don't think you don't have your QB. You ain't got your fucking QB. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you, you'll get him, though. I mean, if you're going to – if you keep winning like this, though, you're going to have to make some shit shake if you want a good QB. Yeah. All right, let's go to the Bucks versus the Cowboys on – Sunday night. All right, this game, nineteen to three, Bucks all the fucking way. This was this was a lower scoring Chiefs Cardinals route here. <laughs> yeah, if you had uh, any doubts for Leonard Fournette, wake the fuck up because <laughs> he's running over motherfuckers. I mean, like he playoff Lenny's always going to be fucking good. I mean, it's just like. The Cowboys are just so bad. And I don't know why, like, people thought there was, I mean, obviously, with, like, America's team, people are always going to be thinking that they're going to do something, be good. But they had so many subtractions and so many, I mean, Jerry Jones did nothing in the offseason. There were so many subtractions that they weren't, if, there was no way that they're going to win, let alone win against the Bucks. Yeah. I just, Jerry Jones is a fucking. Number one, he said the offense will run through Zeke. Zeke had ten fucking touches. Ten! This motherfucker is a liar. Dak is injured. They're going to run with Cooper Rush for four weeks. I heard Jerry Jones said four weeks or something. Yeah, four weeks. It's not as bad as he thought it would be. But, I mean... I think the only good thing you got out of this game, honestly, is your front seven for the Cowboys. Yeah. If you're the Cowboys, you know Michael Parsons is good. You know your front seven is good. That pass rush will at least keep you in games. Yeah, you gotta. But you gotta pass midfield. Yeah. I mean, what did the cow? Like, I don't. I didn't fucking count, but it seemed like they passed midfield maybe twice in and the entire fucking game. And it's like, like, I know the Buccaneers' defense is good. Yeah, come on. Still, and I mean, it's not like, oh, you know, it's Cooper Rush. No, Dak wasn't doing shit before he got his hand. No, his he threw hand. that pick into triple coverage. I just. I have no words for the Cowboys' offense. It was the best in the league last year statistically, and it looked like a bottom five yeah. in the first game against the Bucks. I think it's starting. You're starting to see that Dak is a fourth round QB, uh, even before the injury. 
Um, I'm not going to jump on the bus yet, but I, me personally, I don't think CD's that guy. I mean, like top five that guy. No, 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 no. They're um, banking a lot on him this year. Yeah. To be that, but the wide receivers got zero separation last night. Uh, yeah. I mean, like. Or Sunday night. It's like if you if you want to excel as an offense, it's got to be more than just one or two guys, and your second guy is who Noah Brown. Yeah. Turpin, like nobody. Until I mean, like Gallup comes back, but still, how good is he going to be coming off of the ACL? Yeah. And yeah, I don't know what they're going to do offensive wise. Michael Parsons is going to be fucking amazing. He's also obviously going to be in top five for defensive player of the year. Uh, he was in it. He was in it last year, and he was a rookie. Yeah. So he'll be good. I love seeing him get popped in the mouth, though. Welcome to the NFL. Yeah, Fournette don't play. Um, Fournette does not play. But yeah, it's going to be interesting to see how the Cowboys uh, are going to be leaning towards without Dak. And um, it's looking a little, uh, slightly a little scary for Tom Brady. I mean, Michael Parsons was terrorizing him yeah. at will. And yeah, the one concern I would say for actually both teams is the O-lines did not look very good. Yeah. I will say for the Buccaneers, they could run the ball, which they couldn't last year. Yeah, no, they couldn't. They could run the ball better this year, but they couldn't pass block, which they'll need to be able to pass block for Tom Brady. He's goddamn 108. Yeah. He can't be getting hit. Chris Godwin's out. I don't know how long he's going to be out for his hamstring. At least it's not you know anything that he re-aggravated, but we'll see how it pans out. Julio's looking like that guy again. <laughs> Love to see it. Yeah, Julio's uh, Julio did really did really well. And with Chris Godwin, unfortunately, getting hurt again. Like, what are the odds? He'll be out what four weeks? I think so. Man. Julio yeah. will be the guy. Him and Mike Evans. Did Mike Evans get hurt too? I don't. Something seemed like something so. was off because Tom Brady was talking to him on the sideline. Yeah. Either way, Bucks look good. I mean, great defense. They have Tom Brady. Don't count him out on offense. Cowboys have a lot of concern. Yeah. If I was a Cowboys fan, I'd be... I mean, this season looks shot if Dak is actually hurt long. Yeah, is. and Jerry said they're not looking for a QB replacement, so... Yeah, so they're riding on Cooper Rush. Dak to come back and Cooper to win at least one or two games out of the first four. <sighs> Alright, let's go to the funniest game of the week oh, and the God. final game. Denver at Seattle. Russ's revenge game <laughs> gone wrong. <laughs> Ooh, I was, we were surefire, like, didn't even snooze fest Monday night. We I mean, Broncos were going to smack them. Yeah, we were fucking wrong yeah. <laughs> about that. We were definitely, we didn't give any consideration to the Seahawks. Yeah. Shout out Seahawks for winning by a point. I just, I don't know what else to say besides just coaching and not being prepared is what Denver looked like. Yeah, Denver can, looked like they are going to waltz in and get the win. and They did not look ready to play. No. It looked like a preseason game, to be honest with you. And I know Russell Wilson didn't play in the preseason. You could tell because he could not hit a deep ball. No. What is he known for? His fucking deep the balls. moon shots. He was throwing those like five yards behind the receiver. I mean... Geno Smith looked pretty good in the first half. Yeah, I'm shit shocked. Was, when shit was scripted. Yeah. But when it got to the second half, Denver, they didn't score. I don't even know if they crossed midfield, honestly. Yeah, I mean, I was watching this game, and I was a little bit sleepy, like, oh, am I taking a nap? 
boom, 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 score Seahawks. I was like, woke up like, what the hell just happened? It didn't look like it looked like the Broncos couldn't cover anybody on the Seahawks. Yeah. Um, the damn tight end broken plays. Yeah, Will Disley did great. Um, I was surprised seeing Rashad Penny actually running pretty well, and that the Seahawks were getting a push mm-hmm. on the Broncos defense. Um, Bradley Chubb had a pretty good game, but I mean, if you're signing Randy Gregory to all that money, I he mean, he had the strip on DK. He right? did have the strip on DK, but I mean, like. They didn't I get was much ex- pressure. No, I was expecting pressure, pressure. I mean, yeah. I thought Geno Smith was going to be in hell, but yeah, he was clean. Most he's of the fairly game. clean. He did it. He Geno Smith did a great job. Yeah. I think for what he is and what people think he is, he did a great job. I thought the to me the most impressive thing about the Seahawks was their defense. I was surprised by the pressure they got. Yeah, and by the game plan they had. I don't know. They just. They were getting after it. Yeah. I don't know if it was just because it was Russell Wilson. I think it was Russell. I mean, it didn't. I mean, looking at, you know, social media and looking at the players, who liked Russell Wilson on the Seahawks? It seemed like everybody had gripes with Russell Wilson. Yeah. Uh, I think it's very, I mean, everybody knows of like the 12th man on the Seahawks, but seeing it in that game against Russell Wilson, it was crazy. I don't know how anybody could hear anything. Yeah, if nice. you're a Bronco offensive player, I mean they had some false starts because oh my god the penalties were pissing me off because they just they just couldn't get any kind of count or anything and yeah it just really showed that Russell Wilson didn't play in the preseason yeah to me it was just they weren't ready they got down in a hole and they couldn't get out of it with all the penalties the turnovers the two goal line turnovers they were just done after that yeah and then a sixty four yard field goal. At the end of the game, yeah, with the Hall of Fame QB, Nathaniel Hackett is an idiot. He literally said after, like, "Oh, we should have went for it." I, regardless, if your QB that you have on your team is going to be a Hall of Famer, if you pay that man that much money, yeah, he he's going on fourth down. We're going. I <laughs> I just I just don't know if of like when it started fifty seconds in 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 later into. The fourth quarter until the end, I was literally open mouth. Like, what the fuck am I watching? Yeah. Because not only did they waste like 25 seconds trying to get something going down instead of just calling a timeout, which they had two timeouts left, they just go, Yeah, we're just going to kick it. It literally made no sense. I thought, like, oh, maybe they're just, you know, running the clock down and they're going to kick it so nothing crazy happens. And I'm like, oh my god, it's gonna be like a 60-yard fucking kick. It's looking insane, and I don't know why they fucking did that. I think Nathaniel Hackett's gonna, you know, take that punch to the mouth and start actually being have to smart. Learn from that. Yeah. But yeah, that was the uh, games. If anything, if there's anything to take away from that, it is the amazing Geno Smith quote that I will use on my IG captions. They wrote me off, but I ain't write them back. What a guy. <laughs> Love that guy. Yeah, so we went 9-6-1 and one on picks that week. I wouldn't say that's horrendous. We did take a lot of the favorites, and there was a decent amount of upsets. Yeah. So that's where most of our losses came in. I don't think that's terrible. I think we didn't have a real read on many teams. So no. I think we'll do better the next few weeks. Don't sleep on the Giants. <laughs> don't sleep on <laughs> the fucking Giants. Alright, let's go into our Best and worst performers from week one. Alright, we starting off best. 
Let's do best. Let's do our top three best okay. performers. So, number one, we're going to go with the Giants at the Titans. Um, I think the Giants, I wasn't expecting this upset at all. I also was not, I was so confused on how the Giants offense is going to be. I mean, seeing Brian DeBola at um, Alabama and seeing like how amazing the offense was, I knew he was a genius. But if you win with Daniel Jones as your quarterback, yeah. you're a you're Albert Einstein amazing. They like, beat the one seed in the AFC, which, I mean, there's an asterisk next to that. <laughs> one seed for the Titans. Yeah. But they did beat them, and they were a big underdog on the road, and they got it done. Kudos to them. The second best performer of the week is the Squealers. <laughs> you know my boys had to get it done. Uh, yeah, <laughs> we were... We were supposed to get fucking blown out because last year we got blown out. Six and a half point dogs. But, you know, we. Oof, it was at a heart Bengals. attack. At the Bengals, heart attack. Which that's not saying much because, you know, the Bengals fan base. Yeah, the Bengals fan base. <laughs> they didn't know what the fuck was going on. Um, they were just so sure. Oh, we're just going to sit back. Money Max got this. Uh, block fucking kick. But, yeah, it's great. Oh shit, dude! <laughs> I I literally like there's sometimes I was on my knees praying to God, and it was it was a crazy fucking game. Um, I didn't want it to end, but I wanted it to fucking end. Um, I'm just glad it wasn't a tie. But yeah, I agree with that. I hate ties. <laughs> I don't know how it's gonna be going forward. We're gonna be without TJ. We did sign uh, Ryan Anderson, who was a second round pick for the Commanders. Uh, we did sign Roll Tide. We did sign him. Oh, my God. Uh, so, we'll see how that goes. But, I mean, he's not going to fucking replace TJ Watt. I'm just glad he's only out for, like, six weeks. Uh, it's looking like um, Minka's really been stepping up. That was, he he yeah. fucking killed it. 14 combined tackles. Woo! A pick six and a block kick. Yikes. Carry. Yeah. I now, I now, I don't really know if I want my free safety getting 14 fucking <laughs> tackles. But he had the most tackles last year. So, I know he's trying to stray away from the tackles. But, yeah, did pretty good. Offense still fucking sucks. Yes. So, you know, like, the Steelers punched the Bengals in the mouth from the very beginning. It was a lot. It was reminiscent of how the Bengals punched the Steelers in the mouth yeah. the last three times they played them. I think the Steelers just fucking had enough. All the fucking talk about the Bengals. I mean, five takeaways versus one of the best offenses in the league. That's pretty impressive. And then your offense did just enough, <laughs> just enough in the late quarters to get you where you needed to be. Yeah, I think uh, we'll see how long Mitch is still at the helm. But Kenny Pickett needs to come in. I'm fucking. I mean, no, not 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 against the Browns. After week three, he can come in. <laughs> I, think, I want Mitch there. I think uh, Kenny will do great in this offense. Um, I really want him to leave Willis, but I think Kenny will do great. Uh, it's still looking like, now, sneaky pick, probably top six, seven, I think Pat Fairmouth is going to be for tight ends. He's great. Mm, um, yeah, he not a lot too many people can fucking cover him. Deontay Johnson um, – didn't get too many looks, but the looks that he got, he capitalized. Hell of a catch. Uh, yeah, hell of a one-handed fucking catch. And got the two toes in. Crazy game. Uh, we still can't fucking cover anybody because Jamar Chase had over 100 yards on us. Uh, I don't like seeing people injured, but thank God T. Higgins was injured because, Lord, I didn't I didn't want to do any of that kind of shit in the red zone. But, yeah, 
Shout out my Steelers. Yeah. So to round out the top three, we got the Vikings. Yeah. I think this one's pretty self-explanatory. I think the Vikings shocked a lot of people. Yeah. And this, like I said, it's the third straight win for them against Green Bay, which most people probably don't even realize because they're usually 8-9 at the end of the season. Yeah. Uh, the Vikings did great. Uh, don't let it fool you. Just because we have the Vikings at third doesn't mean that – I mean, obviously the Vikings can beat the fucking Steelers and Giants. We just had the Vikings winning the game. Yeah. But I didn't think that the Packers were only going to score seven points. Yeah, so I think there's a few takeaways from the Vikings. The defense looked massively improved from last year. Justin Jefferson looks like the best receiver in the league. And Kirk Cousins looks efficient as ever. Yeah, it's, it's this Kirk Coupons is going to have to stop. <laughs> it's going to be Kirk Captain here in a second. Kirk Captain, baby. <laughs> He's I, looking yeah, nice. A lot to look forward to for the Vikings this year, I think. Maybe it's their time for the NFC North. Whoa. Dethrone the goddamn Packers. Please! <laughs> <laughs> Alright, let's go to the worst performances of the week. I think we all know what number one is here. <laughs> the fucking Broncos. The goddamn Broncos. I just think they were the most unprepared team in week one. And it, Nathaniel Hackett got outcoached. I just, I just fucking... They were 0-4 in the red zone with two turnovers. Yeah, Shotgun from the goal line Is that really the smartest thing to do? Javante and Melvin Gordon Had some pretty good games besides fumbling Especially the Javante one You can't fumble like that I mean you've been smacking these dudes around the whole game And you fumble at the goal line If you guys didn't fumble You would have fucking won the game Because they were on the goal line You literally just fucked yourself um, It clearly like There was a couple games this week That we were like wow These people are really fucking rusty Ross was one of those. Yeah. The moon shots were not mooning. Um, not mooning. But Jerry Judy had a, a pretty good game. He did drop one in clutch time. He's had the drops before. Um, but, yeah, Broncos, get your shit together. Nathaniel Hackett, get your fucking shit together. I just can't. They, they lost as big favorites to a backup QB. I can't. Like, you get the number one worst yeah. of the week, and it's not close, in my opinion. Number two, we got the Cardinals getting fucking dick slapped <laughs> by the Chiefs. A twenty point, a twenty plus point loss at home is fucking embarrassing in the NFL. Yeah, especially if you're the Cardinals and you paid Kyler Murray all that money. It sucks seeing both of these quarterbacks, Russell Wilson and Kyler, uh, on this uh, worst one because they're like not saying they're the same, but like their body type is. But even though I have. The Broncos, as the number one worst team, I think it's a tie between um, who we'll talk about later and Kyler as the worst players of this week. Yeah. Because watching Kyler Murray play, he just looked fucking lost. He didn't know what was going on, what formations. Uh, I saw him trying to do a little uh, pitch route. It looked like he just threw a grenade at the ground. Like, I don't know what the fuck was going on with them. Yeah, there was... To me, there was not a single thing impressive about the Cardinals. I just, like... I may be biased because I'm not a fan of the Cardinals, <laughs> but, like, what what is there to look forward to that you saw in that game? What is a positive outcome that you saw? I, to I me, Kyler Murray looked lost. Yeah. He doesn't... He's not showing much improvement from last no. year. No. Kingsbury still is getting outmanned, outcoached, outgunned every fucking play. And I just, the defense looked worse than it was last year. 
I just don't see it. Yeah, not having Chandler Jones and JJ was hurt. Um, doesn't really do anything for your defense. Um, I do. Yeah, when when my partner Reed asked me, "Yo, what did you see? Anything from the Cardinals that looked good?" I honestly couldn't think of anything. I'm telling you, there it, was not a single person for them. Not even a single person that to me was like, "Okay, this is a positive out of this game." I just I don't know if they're so if Kyler is so D hop dependent, but even like then they still lost. So I don't I don't know what's gonna go on with the Cardinals. Um, it would be hilarious to see another blow up. I but <laughs> Cliff King Kingsbury is not looking like that guy. He is not it. All right, so three and four we had real close. We're gonna do a four for worst. We had three at the Bengals. Another team like the Broncos that, to me, just didn't look ready mm-hmm. offensively to be there, and they just kind of got hit in the mouth and could not get out of the hole. I just, like, the O-line did not look improved to me. I know it's the Steelers' front four, but guess what? In the NFL, you're going to be facing a lot of good front fours, and especially in the AFC North, you're mm-hmm. facing a good front four six times a year. Yeah. Plus, I mean, shit, next week you face the Cowboys' front four. What are you going to do about Micah Parsons? I know they're new. They're still meshing. We'll see if they figure it out. But the O-line did not look good. Yeah. They were big favorites at home and lost. I think Zach Taylor got out-coached. Burrow is going to bounce back. Yeah. It's one of the best offenses in the league. Oh, yeah. I just think Zach Taylor's offense is predictable, and Mike Tomlin took advantage of it. Yeah, I don't – Burrow, I wasn't expecting Burrow to have this kind of game. But he did come off again as appendix taken out, and he didn't play any preseason games. So did show. I've been hearing this whole fucking offseason about this O-line and how good it is and blah, 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 blah. They got fucked. It wasn't even close. Let's start a dialogue. <laughs> it wasn't even close. The big addition of Leo Collins, yeah, he got fucked. And if you get fucked by TJ, what do you think you're going to do against Michael Parsons? Or Not, Miles Garrett. Or Miles Garrett. Not saying that you know Michael Parsons is better than TJ or Miles Garrett. But shit, I mean... I saw TJ absolutely manhandling. When he tore his peck, he tore his peck because he threw that 300-pound big fuck to the ground. Yeah. It was crazy. Yeah, I don't... Bengals, you better hope you fucking get it together because if you don't, you're not going to hear the end of it from us. Bengals, yeah, it doesn't get any easier from this. You guys have a top-five schedule this year. The AFC North is healthier this year. It's not going to get much easier than this. Good. So you got to figure out your offensive line. You got to figure out your offensive struggles. The defense, the Bengals defense looked good, barring that you played the Steelers offense. Yeah, and I think they have a bottom five offense. Yeah, definitely, definitely rush <laughs> O line in the league. Like yeah. my God. Yeah, and once you face like some high flyers, good fucking luck. Because if you get down like that and you turn over the ball like that, they're not going to give you a chance to come back. Yeah, a lot. Not to be really concerned about. You just got to figure out a few things for the Bengals. I think they'll be fine. Steelers just, like I said, hit him in the mouth and got out early. And the Bengals never really recovered. It's a good loss for you guys. Yeah. See if you bounce back or not. I hope you fucking don't, but we'll see. You you guys probably will. Burrow's that guy. He's a franchise quarterback. Yeah. As much as I hate to say it. So he'll he'll be fine. And then we had the Cowboys at close next. I mean, they just got embarrassed at home. Mike McCarthy's not very good. The receivers had no separation. Dak got injured, but he didn't look great when he wasn't injured. No. And 
They're the only team in the whole NFL who didn't score a touchdown. Yeah. Yikes. I oh, don't know. One explosive play the entire game. That is the one that kills me. I, I don't know <laughs> what the fuck's going on with the Cowboys. Uh, I think Kellen Moore is getting way too over his head. I mean, if you're going to have Zeke be the focal point, this is as much as you can get from Zeke. Next year, no dead money. You can cut him. Blah, blah, blah. At least fucking feature him. I mean, goddamn. I mean, my dude told me he only ran he only ran it ten times. I mean, if you're gonna run Zeke, run him to the fucking ground. Yeah. I guess. I mean, if you're gonna you gotta heavily rely on this two back system because you ain't getting shit from your wide receivers right now. And maybe until Michael Gallup comes back, but I can't say that because Dak's not in. So, not that he did shit anyway, but it's it's looking scary for Cowboys fans because scary. This NFC East, it's looking competitive. Yeah. I mean, if if the Giants can beat the number one team from the AFC North, I mean, AFC as a whole, asterisk, 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 I mean, what's going to happen to you guys, especially if you got Cooper Rush at the helm? Yeah. Good fucking luck. All right, so kudos to the Giants, Steelers, Vikings. Good wins out of you boys. What's up? And then... Get your shit together, Broncos, <laughs> Cardinals, Bengals, Cowboys. Actually, don't get your shit together, Cardinals and Bengals. Everyone else, whatever. <laughs> but yeah, that was our best and worst for week one. Alright, so let's shift into our top 14 teams in the NFL, ranked 1-14. to 14. The first DWC top 14 power rankings, baby. <laughs> Yeah, we did 14 because that's how many people are going to be in the playoffs. Um, so don't be like, oh, why did they do 14? 14's weird. weird, I get it. It's Most a weird number. Top 10. You should do top <laughs> 10 or do all 32. Fuck no. That would have been a two-hour discussion. Yes. Be glad that you got 14 out of us. All right, let's start with one and two, which to me is interchangeable. And the clear-cut two best teams in the NFL, the Buffalo Bills at one and Kansas City at two. We disputed on this one. Yeah, I mean, either way you stick it, I mean, it's just, they're the best fucking teams. Uh, the only reason that, we only differ, because the only reason I gave the Bills number one is because they beat the Super Bowl champions, Rams. Yeah. Pretty soundly. Um, they did have hiccups in the beginning, but they got their shit together. Um, but I wouldn't be mad if you have the Chiefs at one, because they absolutely fucking smacked the Cardinals. But I'm not high on the Cardinals anyway. I was more high on the Rams. But, yeah, these these two teams, I mean... Whoever you like more. Yeah. I like Pat Mahomes better than Josh Allen, so I'm going to go the Chiefs. <laughs> I got Josh Allen as MVP, so I'm going to go the Bills. Yeah. I mean, Buffalo Bills is some crazy stat. Like, they haven't punted in three straight games going back to the playoffs last year, which is absolutely Lord. insane. The punter, the punter job for the Bills might be the best NFL job ever. <laughs> Good for that guy, whoever the fuck it is. But yeah, we got one and two, Bills at one, Kansas City two. For three, we went Tampa Bay. This is where the rankings get a little trickier. Yeah, it is. I mean, if we couldn't really think of who else to put besides Tampa Bay, I mean... They don't have, they don't really have a strong offensive line, but their team is just fucking loaded with, I mean, Chris Godwin went down and Julio fucking looks like Julio. Not saying like Atlanta Julio, but he looks like Julio at least. Dominant defense. And they can run the ball again. Yeah. Well, now they can with playoff Lenny. I think the big factor was that they dominated at the Cowboys. It wasn't even close. 
It's, I mean, their defense looks fantastic. They can run the football, and they have Tom Brady. I think it just all factored into, like, yeah, they'll be in every game they play. Yeah. Um, number four, we have the Vikings. I know not a lot of people had the Vikings up there. I was looking at other rankings. They had the Vikings at, like, eight or nine. But, I mean, fucking four. Kirk Vikings, The Vikings handled their shit. And just as good as the offense played, the defense played right up there. I think having Zedarius Smith is a huge, huge. That's what they're missing, good pass rush. And Justin Jefferson is looking like the best wide receiver uh, in the NFL. And I hate to say it, but Kirk Coupons actually did really fucking good. Yeah, to me, the top four is separated by very convincing wins in week one. They all dominated their game. It really wasn't much of a game after the first quarter for... Well, I mean, the Bills this after halftime, yeah. but still. Absolutely curb stomp them once they've found their rhythm. But yeah, the top four all dominated. Bills, Kansas City, Tampa Bay, Minnesota, top four. Then we have the Chargers at five, and the Ravens at six. Um... I'm not. I wouldn't be too upset if you interchanged these. Just I couldn't give the Ravens five, just based solely off of them playing the Jets. I mean, Lamar looked great, uh, threw well, but I think they will lose to the Chargers right now. Um, the Chargers defense is looking nasty. Their mm-hmm. edge rushers are insane. Um, Herbo's gonna Herbo. I know they're missing uh, Keenan Allen, but I mean, you could throw it to. Um, Mike Williams. Uh, I saw Jared Everett got a touchdown. Yeah. He didn't look too bad. And Austin Eckler's just the muscle hamster, so they're always going to be good. Yeah, Chargers' slight edge there. I mean, that same improved defense. Justin Herbert looked as good as anybody. Ravens dominated the entire game. They were much like the top four, but they played the Jets. Yeah. The other four played decent teams. So, And the Ravens' defense looks like it's back. Healthier. I mean, they did have two bad injuries, in one, <laughs> which is unfortunate for them. They, they're in, their injuries are insane. Lamar's playing for a contract. How can we not put him in the top six? <laughs> <laughs> he did pretty well. He turned down a big one already, so we'll see if that continues to go on with him playing well. All right, at seven, we got the Green Bay Packers. Yes, they got Dookie done, <laughs> but they have Aaron Rodgers. Yeah, their defense... <laughs> uh, Played played well, um, besides the task of guarding Justin Jefferson. Mm-hmm. That's about it. But um, they didn't do too bad. They have a pretty good defense, and you got to factor in Aaron Bleep and Rodgers. So um, you can't not have them right where they are. Really, uh, I think realistically, anybody below what we have, the Packers, the Packers. Could beat them sometimes. Some of them, the Packers could overwhelm them. Other times, it'd be a close game. But I give it to the Packers. Yes, Aaron Rodgers. Yeah, these next four that round out the top ten are kind of any given day. Yeah. I mean, at eight we got the Eagles. I think their offense looked impressive. Jalen Hurts looked improved. They have a clear wide receiver one now. AJ Brown is that guy. Uh, they're only going to be as good as Hurts wants to take them. So, yeah, if he I continues to throw well and he continues to do well, um, bar any injuries, I think they'll be great. Um, offense is good. Defense still has some shit they need to figure out because you can't let the Lions score 35 on you. 
Um, if you play anybody else with a high-powered offense, they're going to score more than 35, and it's going to be hard to uh, catch back up. Yeah, offense looked great there. Defense needs to figure it out, but I'm not concerned about that. Nine, we have the Bengals. Yeah, I mean... They got caught off guard. They got caught off guard. They got punched in the mouth, but... They were caught slipping. Their offense is still, at least to me, in the top five. It's scary. Joe Mixon, Jamar Chase, T. Higgins, Tyler Boyd, still good. Um, Hayden Hurst actually had a pretty good game. I I was surprised. It's ins- yeah, he, he was actually, like, really good. I think Joe Burrow will get it back together, and they'll play with that nasty streak that they had to get into the Super Bowl. Yeah, I highly doubt we see another four or five turnover game from Joe Burrow. Yeah. I doubt we see that again this year. Even playing the Steelers, I doubt it. I, they'll get their shit together yeah. and be fine. Um, at 10, we have the Rams. Another team I think will figure it out. They have Sean fucking McVay as their coach. Yeah, um, we put the Rams at 10 um, solely based off of this O-line is looking really scary. And if you're going to have a bad O-line, you shouldn't have your uh, QB with an injury. So it's only going to add more um, fuel to the fire if this turns into a little dumpster fire. Um, Jalen Ramsey got fucking cooked. Uh, At least he acknowledged he got cooked. Put a Bible verse on there. I don't really know what that's going to do for you. It's just going to get you made fun of. But he did. <laughs> I mean, Josh Allen had a perfect passing rating on him, and he's supposed to be top five corner yeah. in the NFL. Um, it seems like as long as you can get the ball out before Aaron Donald can fucking eat you, it seems like you're going to be fine. So hopefully they get it together because I can't see... Anybody else taking that division, nor do I want to. Yeah, so we got, to round out the top ten, we have the Bills at one, Chiefs at two, Buccaneers at three, Vikings four, Chargers five, Packers, or Ravens six, Packers seven, Eagles eight, Bengals nine, Rams ten. On the outside looking in, we have the Broncos at 11. That might surprise some people. (laughs) I think the Broncos have all the talent they need to succeed. I think they just need to clean some shit up, like penalties and execution, and yeah, um, the Broncos' defense was very underwhelming, especially going up against the Seahawks. I thought they were going to feast on them. Um, Pastor Tam was getting cooked a little bit. Uh, if you give all that money to uh, Randy Gregory, I'm expecting a lot more pass um, pressures than what he was giving. Um, it looked like Geno Smith was fairly clean in that pocket. I mean... Yeah, there's not much else I can say. I think the Broncos will get it together. That's why we have them at 11. Uh, I think it's just going to take maybe one more game or two for uh, them to get acclimated to what Russ wants to do. Yeah, don't overreact on the last week one for them. I think they'll figure it out. Nathaniel Hackett's a good coach. He just just needed this. He needed this punch in the mouth of why the hell did I just do this. Yeah, at 12, we got the Dolphins. I think their defense is formidable. And I think um, I think they'll figure it out on offense. They weren't explosive on offense, I wouldn't no. say, but they were facing, like we said, Bill Belichick. Yeah, I think. I just think the talent is there. Yeah, the talent's there for sure. Uh, they easily have the fastest um, weapons on their team. Sort of, kind of like the Eagles. I think they're going to go as far as two will take them. Yeah, um, I agree with that. But if you can get Tyreek Hill and Jalen Waddle in open space. 
it's, you're going to win. Mm-hmm. Um, there's not many people that can catch them, especially Tyreek Hill. Um, so it should be fun to see how they will play against the Bills later on and see how that works. But, yeah, that's why we have the Dolphins at 12. Yeah, so third team, we got the Saints. I, I'm not – obviously, I'm not high on the Saints. <laughs> yeah. You saw what I predicted if you watched the last episode. But I think the Dolphins and Saints picks at 12 and 13 were more about the talent on the team Yeah. than it was about how good we think they are in general. Yeah, um, I think the Saints are just a little – it's a little weird watching the Saints because you're so used to seeing – Sean Payton there, you saw you just seeing like a Drew Brees, you know, someone that is just like this is the face of the franchise. But um Jameis Winston didn't do terrible. Um Michael Thomas did pretty good for being absent for almost a year, year and a half. Um and I think they'll be fine. I think uh once Alvin Kamara gets going, bar any, you know, him being in jail or anything, I think once he gets his shit going, um They'll be a formidable offense. Uh, it's just gonna. We'll just see how they do in their division. I think it's gonna be real telling to see how they play against the Bucks. If they're gonna beat the Bucks without Sean Payton, or if it was just Sean Payton, and that's why they beat the Bucks. Yeah, and then the round out our fourteen, we got the Colts. Real close, Steelers next, but I think the Colts figured it out late in that game. Their offense and Matt Ryan kind of caught fire. Yeah, I think they'll be fine moving forward. The tie. Tie is better than losing. Yeah. But they were down by fucking 17, so it's impressive that they even tied in that game. Yeah, the comeback um, was crazy. I don't think that the Steelers could have done that, given the situation. No chance. Um, <laughs> that's why we have them over the Steelers. I have the Steelers around like 15 or 16, but I have the Colts at 14, um, just because Matt Ryan, and I think Matt Ryan being plugged into this offense is going to do really well for them. Uh, they played without Shaq Leonard, arguably one of the you know, top five linebackers in the NFL. Um, and they still, you know, held their own to get that comeback. Because yeah. not only are, when you're talking about a comeback, not only is it offense, but it's defense. So they don't score. Because if you score, you got to give the ball back to the opponent. And to stop them scoring, for you to continue to score, is a really huge feat. And that's how we have the Colts at the 14. Yeah, the Colts seem to figure it out at the end of that game. I think they'll be fine. I think they're going to win that division. Same. I just don't. I I got nothing else to say about them. They're they're in good hands with Matt Ryan, I think. Um. So that is our top fourteen power rankings after week one. Go ahead and uh, go ahead and list them again for the people that weren't paying attention. All right. So we got the Bills at one, Chiefs at two, Buccaneers three, Vikings four, Chargers five, Ravens six, Packers seven, Eagles eight, Bengals nine. Rams 10, Broncos 11, Dolphins 12, Saints 13, Colts 14. That's the power rankings. That is the fucking power week rankings. Week one. Week, week one. one power rankings. And we're not going to do power rankings every week. We're going to start. We're, we'll probably do it, I don't know, what do you say, like every six weeks? Yeah, I mean, we'll talk about if someone just fucks up and I'm like, all right, they're fucking out. Yeah. But it's not going to be mostly... For the power rankings, bar any like major injuries or someone losing something big, mostly the power rankings stay the fucking same. I think the top two will easily be there the whole time, bar any injuries. Yeah. Um, and once you get lower down, you can like interchange them, but it's not going to be something um, unless something crazy happens. Yeah, I would say every four to five weeks we'll do 
for like a quarter of the year. Yeah. So yeah, that's our power power rankings. Oh my god. All right, let's finally get to the week two NFL <laughs> matchup and odds. This so we a... were nine six and one our first round. Whew. Not the best, but not the worst. Not the worst. We not should have been 10, 5 and one, but the fucking Broncos are throwers. Yeah. Let's ride. Let's let's not fucking <laughs> ride, you assholes. All right, so we got Thursday night football, which is arguably the game of the week. What two bangers on Thursday night? Yeah, football. what are these Thursday night football games? So we got the Chargers at the Chiefs, and the Chiefs are three and a half point favorites, which I'm not shocked by that at all. No, um, this is tough. I mean. Especially since I have the Chargers winning the division and you have the Chiefs winning the division, yeah. so I kind of got to stick with my guns here. All right, I'm not happy about it because I wasn't expecting the Chiefs. I mean, I knew the Chiefs were going to beat the Cardinals, but I wasn't expecting this high-powered of offense. Like it's crazy how they have not missed a step without Tyreek Hill. Yeah, I I'm gonna. I think it'll be close. The Chargers always play the Chiefs tough. I think they split last year. Yes, they and did. the Chargers beat them in the first matchup, and that pissed off the Chiefs. I know that. Yeah. Because I think Herbert was talking shit after that, or something. Someone was talking. Someone shit. was talking shit. Either way, the Chiefs got their get back. I think the Chiefs win this one. It's at home in Arrowhead, a night game. Yeah, I, I'm gonna stick with the Chargers. Uh, they beat them um, last last year, the first time. Uh, I think if it's their time to beat them, I think it's now. I don't think it's later on because teams get way better later on. Uh, it will be interesting to see how the Chiefs fare against this uh, front seven because the Chiefs don't have the greatest of offensive lines, and we just saw the Raiders get absolutely demolished by Bosa and Khalil Mack. So. Yeah, we'll see what, how that offensive line holds up. I got Chargers. I think the Chiefs – Win, but don't cover. So, I think it'll be a very, very close game. Yeah. All right, let's go to the Panthers at the Giants. What a fucking... <laughs> what a game this is. The Giants yeah. are favored by two and a half. Two and a half. Now... I think that's the home advantage, giving them the nod there. Yeah. this closer to game time will most likely be a pick just like the Browns-Panthers. Now, uh, I know that my colleague said that the Chargers and Chiefs were the game of the week, but this... Is the game of the yeah, week? Yeah, I, <laughs> <laughs> I think I think this game is actually going to be pretty fun to see, uh, especially like Baker coming back in the fourth quarter and then seeing the Giants actually pull this fucking shit off. Um, I think it'll be an interesting game. I have the Giants winning. Um, I just think that Saquon just did amazing, and if the Panthers let Browns <laughs> rush for as much as they did. Who knows what they're going to have Saquon rush for. So, yeah, I got the Giants on this one. I'm going to go with the Panthers. Honestly. I think the Panthers will squeak this one out. I think Daniel Jones makes too many mistakes. And I don't think Saquon's going for more than 125 all. All purpose? Really? All purpose, yeah. 125. I think the Panthers will control the game out the get-go. Baker has a good game. But I think they get the upset on the road. Throwing some pressure on the podcast. You want to you want to throw a drink on that bet? 125 all-purpose yards? I'll throw a drink in on okay. the shots. Okay. Shot. Throw, throw a shot in on there. We can do a shot for that one. 
I'll, I'll, I'll let you get your get back on a, on another game. <laughs> Not the fucking Chargers Chiefs, I'm telling you that. <laughs> Not betting on that fucking game. Yeah, I mean, to me, this game is going to be... I think it's going to be close. I just think the Panthers are a little more sound than the Giants. Yeah, I mean, Panthers have better quarterback play. Um, I don't think it's going to be too high scoring. I mean... You're only limited by your fucking quarterbacks, and yeah. Danny Dimes not it. So. I think McCaffrey will have he'll get back on track. The Browns kept him in check, and I think he'll be okay. Him and Saquon, I think will both have decent games, but I think the Panthers will outlast the Giants. I got the Giants. The oh, we're both separate on the first separate, two games. Yeah. Okay, so we got the Dolphins at the Ravens. Ravens are three and a half point favorites. That's surprising, actually. Uh, you think so? At home? It is at home, but I mean... What did... I mean... The Ravens were playing the Jets. This one's a weird one, because... I don't think either offense is very explosive right now. I think the Ravens... The Ravens are weird. They, they're either like... We're going to score 20 points, or we're going to score 40. Yeah. I don't Dolphins, know. to me, I don't think will have the offense to win this game. You got the Ravens? I got the Ravens. Close. Again, I think this will be close because of the Dolphins' defense. Yeah. That's what... I mean... I think that just going off of... I mean, Marlon Humphreys and um, Marcus Peters coming back. It's hard. To, it's not only is it hard to come back off of injuries. It's hard to come back off of injuries and you're guarding Tyree Kill. It's... I think Tyreek Hill is going to have uh, a great game in this one. I think that he's going to be the only one to actually really do something. I'm going to go Dolphins on this one. Okay. I think I think the Dolphins are going to win this. I think it's going to be sneaky. Uh, I know that their offense didn't too, do too well against Bill, Bill, Bill Belichick defense, but I think that they're going to have just slightly enough more firepower. If they can hold Lamar in check... And not get him moving outside of the pocket. I think they will win this. Like I said, they are limited to Tua. But if they can keep Tua clean, I think that the Dolphins will win this. That's a, that's a big pick right there. Ravens at home are very good. Yeah, they are. <laughs> that's probably why the nod is in their favor. Alright, so we're separate on all three games so far. And I think we're going to be separate on this next one too. Patriots at the Steelers. Oh, you got Patriots? I'm going Patriots. <laughs> Only because, well, I guess Mac Jones might not play, will he? No. If Mac Jones plays, Patriots in a close one. I just think TJ Watt not being there. Yeah, um, I'm going to go Steelers with this one. Uh, I know that I didn't have Steelers last one, so Steelers fans don't fucking kill me. But, I mean, come on. We got fucking blown out by the damn Bengals last year. But I'm going to go Steelers with this one. This is me going on the assumption that Mac Jones is not playing because if he plays and he has a back injury, um, he's going to get fucking smacked. Yeah. Because once the, what, the thing I love about the Steelers and the thing that people hate about the Steelers is if we get to your quarterback, we're going to fuck him up. And it's not, it's not going to be like, oh drag him down. No, we're going to pop him in the fucking mouth. And you don't want to get popped if you have a back injury. So, I think that the Patriots play this one safe and don't have Mac Jones play. Uh, losing TJ Watt obviously is fucking insane. And I hate it. But, 
And I don't think I know Najee said he wants to play, but I don't think he should because I don't want him to re-aggravate. Because the Patriots are good at defense and they're good at fucking tackling, and I don't want anything to happen. But uh, this I will th- be a very low scoring game. I think yeah, I think this will be a very low scoring game. Chess. I'm Chess thinking match like between Tomlin and Belichick. I'm thinking like 17-10, 17-13 Steelers. Yeah. Um, I think this game is going to be really telling on. What what the Steelers to me? I think this game is going to be really telling on what the Steelers are going to be. All right, when are we going to put Kenny Pickett in? Yeah, because Mitch didn't do too much against the Bengals defense, and then now Mitch is going up against a defensive genius in Bill Belichick. So we'll see. But yeah, I got the Steelers on this. Yeah, one. the spread is Patriots by one and a half. I just think the I think Bill's going to have Mitch in purgatory, and then it's just not going to be good for him. <laughs> I think the Patriots will win like 17 to 13. Close game. Very low scoring. I mean, the fucking Patriots might as well join the AFC North because mm-hmm. Jesus Christ, they're physical with no offense. Let's go, baby. Bengals are an anomaly. Alright, let's go to the Jets at the Browns. The Browns are heavy favorites I by six. This will be the one that we both agree on. <laughs> I think the Browns will cover this spread and win handily. Yeah, um... I think the Browns are going to fucking smack them. Wow. If We I never mean, smack anybody. <laughs> I think you guys will. We should have smacked Carolina and we threw almost. So. Yeah. We <laughs> are the Browns. Saying comfortably that we're going to smack someone is just the most wild take of all time. <laughs> I mean, if... Granted, Miles Garrett was playing against a rookie. But if you got three sacks last week, Listen, he's probably going to fucking double 20 pressures out. from the Ravens in our front four is better than the Ravens, I think. Yikes. I think <laughs> Miles Garrett is going to double that. If you do not have Michael Carter helping out on that, he's. Yeah. Joe Flacco's going to be in fucking hell. Yeah, I'm going. It's a dominant performance from our defense. We don't slip up like we did against Carolina to let him back in the game. I think we could win by 14 plus in this game. I think it's going to be very run dominant. Um, I don't think. I don't think Jacoby is going to have more than 200 yards, honestly. No. I think that they're going to control the clock, do the Browns thing, and run the hell out of the ball. Luckily, we can do that because it is the Jets. Yeah. Um, Yeah, I think the Browns start 2-0 for the first time in my life, which is fucking crazy. That is crazy. (laughs) Okay, we're on the same page. First game we're on the same page with the Browns, which is rare. Yeah, I wanted wanted them to to say they're going to lose so bad, but I'm not a fucking idiot. So next we got the Commanders at the Lions, and the Lions are favored. I'm shocked. At two and a half. I'm shocked. That's going to flip, in my opinion, when it gets closer to game time. I think people are going to bet heavy on the Commanders there. Yeah. It'll start shifting the line. Um, Uh, Who do you got? God, this one, to me, is like... (laughs) This this might be the hardest game to pick. The yeah, entire fucking it's week. it's tough. I mean, you're literally two different teams in the aspect of culture. Like the Lions play fucking hard, and Carson Wentz is known for being lax, like a relaxed guy, not not the overly like super competitive. At least from his peers, like a leader. Um, I still have the Commanders on this one. I'm gonna roll with the Commanders. Um, I think just the scene of Dotson and Curtis Samuel in the air attack that they had um, was fairly good. I think that this could also be a low-scoring game. 
but I have the Commanders on this one. I think it's going to be close, though. The Lions love to play everybody, every, like people close, and I, you know, I love watching the Lions play. I love their camaraderie, but I think that the Commanders are going to take this one. Yeah, I'm going to go to the Commanders. I think, I just, I just think they have the better defense out of the two. I think both offenses aren't bad. Mm-hmm. Honestly, they both can put up points. I think a pretty clean game from Wentz, and they get out of there with an upset. I'm actually, I'm still surprised that the Lions <laughs> an are favored. upset on the Lions. <laughs> Literally, the only reason they're favored, I think, is because they're at home. Yeah, they're getting three points. I'm pretty sure, but other than that, yeah, I think the Commanders. I'm on the same page with you. I think that's a win for them. Then we got the Colts at the Jaguars. Colts are favored by four. I I think the Colts bounce back, and I think they beat them. By 10-plus. Yeah. I also have the Colts on this one. Um, I just don't think it's the Jaguars' time yet. I think it'll be another year, maybe two, um, before they can actually you know, start getting some stuff going on. Um, I think Trevor Lawrence still has an okay game, but I think Matt Ryan's going to run away with this one. Um, I just don't think that the Jaguars have enough to stop him. Um, I think it's going to be a double-digit game by the Colts. Yeah. I don't think there's much else to say about that. I think the Jaguars will get better throughout the year, but beating the Colts is going to be a tough task. Yeah. And home field advantage really isn't much for the Jaguars. Uh, next, we got the Buccaneers at the Saints, which Tom Brady has struggled against the Saints. Mm-hmm. But is that because of Sean Payton? I don't know. That's what I was having going back and forth on when I was seeing this game coming up. Because um, coach presence is insane. But... It just seemed like every opportunity the Saints defense had on Tom Brady's number. But yeah. uh, them losing Chauncey, I don't know. Um, if now and Chris Godwin isn't playing, so that's a, a weapon off of Tom Brady's like enormous weapons that he has. But I am still going to give this one to Tom. Um, I think that – I think it's going to be close, though. I'm, I don't think – like. Tom's going to fucking double-digit them. But I do think that if they can continue this run game, they'll be they'll be special. Yeah, I think the run game keeps the pressure off Tom Brady. Um, it's going to be tough with the front seven the Saints have. I mean, Cam Jordan is a fucking menace. Yeah, Demario Davis is still amazing. But yeah, I just I, think they'll be too much. They yeah. don't have the offense to beat the Buccaneers. I am more scared of the Buccaneers' defense then I am scared. If I'm Jameis Winston, yeah. then I am scared of Tom Brady against the Saints defense. Yeah, I agree with that. Bucks all the way on that one. They, yeah. They probably cover the minus three spread also. I think so as well. All right, now we've got some crazy-ass spreads from here on out. we got <laughs> the Falcons at the Rams, and the Rams are 10.5-point favorites. That is a big fucking spread in the NFL. Mm-hmm. The average win margin, by the way, in the NFL is four points. Per game, I think that the I think this is the perfect bounce back game for the Rams, um, getting their shit together. Uh, I think this is perfect for you to try some things. Uh, if you want to, you know, throw some fucking balls to Allen Robinson and see how good of a raw receiver he is, balls, or um, if you want to start featuring your rush attack, because holy shit, it was nothing against the Bills. Um, and get Cam Makers out of the fucking doghouse. I know a lot of fantasy owners are hoping that. Yeah. Um, yeah. <laughs> I think I think the Rams will be double digit wins. So they cover. 
Uh, uh, yeah, they'll cover. I think I think the Rams needed this little pop in the mouth and from the Bills on like, oh shit, there's actually teams that could fucking beat us. Um, this isn't gonna be like we're not gonna you know go back to back. But I think Aaron Donald will have a monster game. I think Jalen Ramsey's gonna get the confidence back. I mean, going from uh, Stephon Diggs to what Drake London, yeah, be fine. Yeah, I think the Rams win pretty easily. I think they do cover. I don't think the Falcons will get pressure on Stafford, and he'll have a pretty good fucking game. Now, if the Rams fucking lose, on God, they're out of the fucking fourteen. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> uh, we will talk about that. If they lose, they're out of the fucking fourteen. Yeah, I mean, they're into the oblivion. Yeah, definitely. All right, we got next. We got the Seahawks at the 49ers. The 49ers are favored by nine and a half. Now, I don't know if I can confidently say that the 49ers will cover. I do have the 49ers still winning. But I don't know if they're going to cover because I don't know how Trey Lance is going to do. If this, this is at 49ers, so hopefully it will be a clean a clean weather game. I think this is when we'll be like, okay, is Trey Lance leaning towards more of that guy or should we be worried? Um, I think he'll do fine, though. Um, the Seahawks did do... Fairly well against um, the Broncos, but I think that the 49ers are a better team um, overall than the Seahawks, and I think that they'll they'll do well. But I, I think I'm leaning more towards uh, maybe a touchdown over, maybe like seven points. Yeah, I, I just think there's too much talent on the 49ers, and it's not a fucking monsoon game. Yeah. I think they'll get the run game going and pretty much control the clock possession. I don't think Geno Smith will be okay against Nick Bosa in that pass rush. Yeah. Um, it'll be really telling to see how, if Trey Lance actually does have the accuracy since it's not a fucking monsoon out there. Yeah. 49ers all the way on that one. I don't know about that 9.5 point spread. I wouldn't bet money on it. I would not either. So we got, next we got the Cardinals at the Raiders. Raiders. This is actually a surprising opening spread. The Raiders are favored by six. That is crazy. That is surprising. They, Maybe Vegas is on the same wave as me. Same wave as you. <laughs> I, I don't know. I think that the Raiders, obviously I think the Raiders are going to win. Um, I think they just have a better team than the Cardinals. Um, if Kyler Murray was doing this against, was playing like this against the Chiefs defense, He's going to be in hell if it's Max Crosby and Chandler Jones. Chandler Jones' revenge game. Yeah, Chandler Jones' revenge game. I forgot he was on the damn Cardinals. Um, yeah, they're going to put that little man in hell. I don't... Uh, I, I just... I don't think it's a blowout. No. The Raiders seem to play down enough to their competition. I don't think they can ever blow anyone out. So. You think it's double digits? No. Probably like a three to... Fuck. Three-point win, probably. Three-point win? Yeah. Uh, There's I, no way they cover that six. I don't know, man. I mean, I'm not saying Derek Carr is fucking Pat Mahomes, but, man, the Cardinals didn't. Who, who's going to cover all those people? I think Devontae Adams is going to have another crazy game. He'll have yeah. over 100. Um, I think this will be the time for Derek to be like, okay, um, yeah, I have a lot of weapons. Let's, yeah. let's go ahead and give these people the ball and see what they can do. Um, so hopefully the Raiders do cover. I think it'll be like a touchdown, maybe. Uh, double digits a little bit too crazy, but um, 
Who knows? Maybe Kyler Murray shocks us and actually wins this shit. I don't think it'll happen, though. Yeah. Yeah. I got Raiders winning, but close. I hate the Cardinals, but... <laughs> I don't think they're going to get blown out by the Raiders. No, I don't think so, either. All right, next we got the Texans at the Broncos. And... What two easy fucking games they have. <laughs> I know. And they fumbled the first one. Yeah, they fumbled the first one. And they're 10-point favorites against the Texans. Uh, I they think are I, a mile high. That yeah. ball's going to be sailing. Yeah, I think that... Um, I don't know how you can put 10 and a half. Or 10? 10 point? Yeah. I don't think you can do 10 after seeing the shit that they just pulled in fucking... You know, the Broncos Seahawks. and the Rams are in the same place as me. It's like... These are... Win. These are wins you have to have. Yeah, like, you can't fuck these wins up. Yeah, you think they'll cover? I think they cover. I think, I, so I think they're going to surprise people. They're going to convert their red zone attempts this week, and they'll win by fourteen points. Yeah, I think that the Broncos will win by uh, two touchdowns or more. I think it's more leaning fourteen or seventeen points. I think they're going to, you know, come back and be like, "Hey, uh, we're better than this team, and we should probably start playing like it." Yeah. Um, they just have too many weapons. I think that the running backs are going to get their shit together and actually score on goal line shit. But I think Russell Wilson will be fine. And I think he's. we're going to see some more of those moonshots. And we'll actually start seeing people coming down with the ball. But yeah, I think Broncos win big time on this one. Yeah. I think we're on the same page with that too. We haven't led astray since the Browns pick. <laughs> what is that? That's... Eight straight, we're picking together. First four, we didn't pick together, and then eight straight after that. All right, so we got the Bengals at the Cowboys. 425, shocker that the Cowboys have the game of the week. The fucking Cowboys are dogs in this by seven points. What's up with these spreads in the Bengals? The Bengals have seven-point spreads every fucking yeah. week. Yeah. I, think you th- I wonder what that line would have been with Dak playing. Maybe Probably like three. Three? Three and a half? Because you got to think Dak makes up for... Three to four points yeah. on a spread. Even though they play like shit. I mean, this one is interesting because Cooper Rush will play, and the Bengals probably don't know what to expect from that. No. Um, I have the Bengals on this one, but I don't think it's going to be a blowout. Um, I still think... I don't know how the injury with T. Higgins is going, um, but I think that if the Bengals... Cannot get their shit together. Cannot get this O line together. It could be an upset. I don't think it's going to be a blowout. Even with Cooper Rush there, um, I mean, you saw the goddamn Steelers' offense move the ball down the field at the end. Yeah. Yeah. I don't. I don't know. I I have the Bengals winning. Don't fucking let me down again, Bengals. <laughs> Like this is a this is a fucking gimme. Yeah, especially since it's Cooper Rush and not Dak Prescott. Yeah. Um, you have to. But the thing about the Bengals is last year they lost games that they shouldn't have. They lost to the Bears and the they Jets. lost to Mike White in the Jets. Like a backup QB is their worst nightmare apparently. I think that, um, like I said, the Bengals won't win, but I think that Joe Burrow could be in hell. Um, Michael Parsons, Michael Parsons is that guy. Um, Marcus Lawrence is that guy too. So close. Bengals win close. I think we agree on that. Yeah. Um, it should be interesting. I mean, I would. I would. I mean, I'd still be shocked, but like, I wouldn't be like dead shocked if the Cowboys squeak this one out. Yeah. I wouldn't be surprised either, honestly. But just saying something. But yeah. 
I'm not shitting on the Bengals, I just think. <laughs> I will say before we move to the next game, this is probably this will be the absolute worst coach game I think I will ever see. These coaches are goofballs, so it should be funny to see Zach Taylor looking at Mike McCarthy. Oh yeah. Goats right there. <laughs> All right, next we got the Sunday night game. Bears at the Packers, and the Packers are favored by 10. What are these games? So, to me, to me, I understand the 10-point spread, because when's the last time Rodgers lost to the Bears? Yeah. I just don't see him covering that. You don't see him covering? No. I own you. I own y'all. What happened to the I own y'all? They do. They own it. I just, <laughs> I, there's something weird about this game. I think the Packers win it. Maybe a touchdown, but I don't see him spread. If the Packers don't cover this, I think it's going to be a meltdown. (laughs) (laughs) How do you not beat the fucking Bears? I mean, we saw the 49ers lose, but, I mean, the 49ers aren't the Packers at quarterback. I think uh, Aaron Rodgers is just going to get his shit together, and I think that he was like, wow, we really lost the fucking Vikings. Not saying, I mean, we have the Vikings at four, but, I mean, Aaron Rodgers is mine. Vikings ain't shit. Nobody's shit. So I think that Rodgers actually starts acting like he likes his players and will throw the ball to them. Uh, hopefully Aaron Jones gets heavily involved in this uh, for my fantasy team's sake. But I think he's also, you know, could be a top seven running back. So hopefully they get him more involved. I think it'll be a good rushing attack um, and some pretty uh, Aaron Rodgers deep balls. And I think that... The Bears will just be the Bears. I think Justin Fields will actually have a pretty good game, honestly. Um, but other than that, I think the Packers will beat them, and I think they'll. I think they'll get ten. I think it'll be ten. I'm not ready to say the Bears beat the Packers. <laughs> Maybe if it was at fucking Soldier, Soldier Field. Field, but at the Packers, I just cannot get myself to say it. I think it's gonna be close to what people think, but I think the Packers yeah. will win this game. And Packers will win. Aaron Rodgers still owns you guys. Yeah, I would have to agree with that until we see otherwise. Um, so we have two Monday night games. The first Monday night game is the Titans at the Bills. Bills are favored by nine and a half. And this one's tricky to me because the Titans are that team that plays its worst against the worst teams and plays its best against the best teams. I think the Titans beat the they Bills. They did last beat them year, last year, yeah. But also lost to the Jets. You yeah. see, this is the Titans are sneaky. I just, that's why they beat the Bengals, you know? They were, they played down to competition. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> yeah, okay. <laughs> or that's why the Bengals beat, beat them. them. Yeah. Yeah. But, um, I fucking, it's hard to bet against Rabel in these games. I just, fuck it, I'm taking the Bills to cover nine and a half. You are. I am. Cover? I'm c- cover. I don't think, th- I think Tannehill is going to get absolutely smoked by that you want your get back shot on this one? Three three turnovers. You want your get back shot on what this? What do you say? Cover? I don't think they're gonna cover. Yeah, we'll do a get back shot on this. Nine and a half. I don't think they're gonna cover. Bills cover big. I there's some I, I think the reign of Rabel and Tannehill is over. <laughs> I think it's fucking over. Finally over? Yes. I think the Bills will win, but I don't think they're gonna cover. Uh I think the Bills just have too much firepower right now for them to lose. But I will say last year the Titans did beat them. And the Bills, the way, if the Bills revert back to 
trying to be not who they are now, which who they are now is just like a passing attack. But if they try to play the we're going to smash mouth you, the Titans will win. I think that the Titans are better at that than the Bills are. Yeah, that's it's shown the past few years how to beat the Bills is keep the ball out of Josh Allen's hands. Yeah. And how you do that is run the ball effectively on the Bills' defense, which not many teams are able to do that. No. I think the Bills' defense is so tricky to me because sometimes they play like they're the best defense in the NFL and other times they play like they're the 32nd best defense in the NFL. Uh, sometimes... Um, people get off on their defense, and I don't understand why. Um, I think this would be mainly some Derrick Henry shit. Um, and I don't see Tannehill doing shit. I could see Tannehill in hell, though, because uh, the Bills finally do have... They do have Von Miller, so that is a huge addition. And if Tannehill can't get away from fucking Eli Apple, he's not going to get away from fucking Von Miller. So, yeah, tough matchup right tough there. I think the Titans start out 0-2. I do as well, but I don't think that the Bills will cover. All right, the final game, which is a fairly good game, and we have both teams in the top 10 in our power rankings, the Vikings at the Eagles. The Eagles are favored by one and a half. So that's Eagles a, are favored. That's a pick them right there. That's crazy. Watching these, some of these spreads is insane. I know. I think I got the Vikings. I'm going to roll with Kirk Cousins, and I think they're more consistent throughout the game that they played. Monday Night Lights. Monday Night Lights. Kirk Cousins and J. Jeff Shine. It is a turning point in the Vikings. You know how he is under the lights. I don't give a fuck. I'm taking it. I'm riding that shit. I will also say that the Vikings will win. Um, I think if you if you are the Eagles, unless they get their shit together, if you are the Eagles, can't contain Amon Ross St. Brown. What the fuck are you going to do against Jay Dettis? Uh, I think the Vikings just have too much right now, uh, and the Eagles are still the Eagles' defense are still trying to figure out what they want to do. Um, if the Vikings can get to Jalen Hurts, the Vikings will win by a fair margin. Um, I'm still excited to see how Zadari Smith does. I'm a big fan of his. Uh, I like his attitude and how he plays. Um, it's just perfect for the Vikings, and I think the Vikings will win convincingly. I'll say like seven to ten points. Um, but it will be for a long time. We'll see if Kirk Cousins can play under the lights. Like, people doubt him that he can. But it'll be good, though. Two Monday night games. Um, obviously, we're all going to tune into that Titans-Bills and quickly switch to that Vikings-Eagles <laughs> after, after we see the Bills. Um, hopefully, that uh, my, the uh, get-back shot will work in my favor and they don't cover. Um, but, yeah. This is this is an interesting week too. Some of these fucking spreads are insane to see. Big spreads. Big huge spreads. It's looking like college fucking football right now. Yeah, you don't usually see spreads like this. This week is definitely not as good as last week's matchups. No, uh, we are differing on week two way more than we are on week one. The first four games were differing. So the games to watch for us are the Chiefs Chargers, Panthers Giants, Ravens Dolphins, Patriots Steelers. Every other game we pick the same. But those four were different. Differ on. I thought we differed on one more. No. No? Mm-mm. I'm not switching the Vikings. <laughs> nah, the Vikings <laughs> ride them. I thought you were going to pick the Lions um, versus the Commanders. I was close. I, I think if any, I think this could be a win for them. <laughs> I think it's going to be really close. I could see, I mean, I could see Carson Wentz meltdown. 
To me, it's like to me, it's like him and Goff both can have a meltdown. You yeah. know what I mean? Like which QB fucks up the most? Yeah. Is... But I mean, the the Lions do have DeAndre Swift and Jamal Williams. Yeah. The Commanders, I mean, they had Antonio Gibson in the doghouse forever. Yeah. I just think, like I said, I think the Commanders' defense is better, and I think they'll make Goff fuck up more. It'll be interesting to see how these. Players will be who are injured and how if they're going to come back or not. Especially the Steelers and Patriots. Um, it'll be interesting to see if Mac Jones does come back. Um, it's a lot of uh, okay games. Um, I mean, there's obviously going to be some blowout games, but Week One was pretty fucking interesting to see. So hopefully Week Two will um, pick up from Week One, and I th- I think after the Thursday game, it's just going to be uh, meh. The Thursday game is going to be really fun to see. Oh, yeah. Go Chiefs. So, yeah, that was episode two of uh, Defense Wins Championship Podcast. Uh, we were doing these on Tuesdays now, not Mondays anymore. So, tune in um, to that. And that should be it. Anything else that you wanted to say? I got nothing else. Um, oh, I will be for my... For right now, for my defense player of the year, I will have to switch that oh, yeah. since TJ Watt is injured. But I'm still staying close to home. Uh oh. I'm throwing in Minka in there now. Oh, I think wow. this should be it's it is interesting to see it's mostly like a pass rusher or maybe like a linebacker or something winning it. Give some of the DB some love. Minka's out here. Getting 14 fucking tackles as a free safety. I know if I was a DB, I don't want to tackle fucking anybody. Especially as a safety. He did really fucking well. And he really willed us. Him and our pass rushers really willed us to winning this. So I'm going to throw an Aminka in there. Don't worry. I'm going Miles Garrett all the way. I think he has another (laughs) three-sack game against the Jets. I think he just continues to roll all year. Yeah, I think Miles Garrett, if if not for, if not Aaron, maybe Aaron Donald, I mean, he's going to fucking feast on the but I think it'll be Miles Garrett. I think they were like, oh, we probably gave too many of these awards to Aaron Donald. It's time for everybody it's else to win. It's about time for Garrett to win one. I thought that once last year, I was like, TJ Watt's going to win this one. And then I think Miles Garrett will win the next one, bar anything happening to Miles Garrett. Yeah, which um, he does get hurt every year for at least one or two games. So I'm throwing in Minka. Hopefully, Minka lives up to what I'm putting him as because I think he's the best safety in the league right now. That's fair. I don't know if that's a hot take. <laughs> uh, I mean, you gotta include him in the talks at least. So I don't think it's that hot of a take. I mean, look, him, Jesse Bates, Justin Simmons. Right now, it's him. Yeah, I mean, I don't know off the top of my head. <laughs> that's that's at least that's that's me. But. It's a great time talking to you guys. Uh, great time talking with my colleague here on football and what we think is going to happen and, you know, our hourly shit on the Cardinals. Yes, sir. <laughs> I don't th- I think. Seven wins. Get, I think they're going to get more than fucking seven wins. <laughs> seven wins. There's no way that they only get seven. If they get seven wins, Cliff needs to be shot off into space. I need to look up what it is, uh, what the, like, average record is after an 0-2 start in the NFL. <laughs> See how many wins <laughs> We'll get back to you on week three on that. But it's great. Great time. Uh, Can't wait for next week to talk about the same stuff. And hopefully some crazy shit happens. 
At least it's the NFL. Football. Of course it's going to be crazy. <laughs> Any given Sunday over here. But this is Defense Miss Championships. We'll see you guys next week. Love you guys. We are out. Peace.